Talk Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That's Monday, September 17th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be, news and current events, of course, we'll do that. We will talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can send us a text on anything at any time. That's real mobile 770 We will read it and quite possibly use it as fodder on the air. That's real mobile 770 on the phones. Long distance, toll-free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Moe's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, and your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life or suffer bad luck for 24 hours, followed by Jack's audio file we have monday movie review today we have the regular round of closest to the pin stephen kramer attorney at law will be coming in at about six we'll find some drive home music for you real toe tapper (laughs) and then ppt Mm -hmm. at the end of the program thanks to each and every one of you who came out and uh, helped raise money for mustard seed in our uh, pickleball tournament on uh, saturday it was a great event everybody had a lot of fun yeah uh, we'll get into some stories as the afternoon wears <laughs> on, I'm sure. I bet. A lot of stories about how we can't move today. Uh, mostly that, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it was a great event to raise money for Mustard Seed, and it's really, it's a fun game, but uh, most of us are not in the uh, best physical condition. Hey, what are you saying? Well, we're not, because I got home and got in a tub with some Epsom salts. I thought they're going to, I thought Catherine was going to have to call a wrecker. And haul me out of there like uh, lifting an engine block out oh, of the boy. car. It was just need a cherry picker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or oh. a block and tackle, and yeah. just you know put the chains around me. <laughs> All right, move them over this way. Coast but it Guard was a, rescue. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I have a particular story. I might tell you. What's the name of the outfit where we played? Clear, Clear one. one. They are yeah. fantastic. They are oh, gracious hosts. Fantastic. They supplied yes. everything: the pickleball paddles and the and the people who helped out judging the games. Oh, that and was terrific. It yeah. was, uh, you know, it's if you've never played the game or if you're interested in badminton or table tennis, they do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A clear one. It's one of those places you would I, I would have never known was there until you know we were researching this, found out about them, and it's you know nearby. They got dozens yeah. of courts and go there and play, and uh, everybody's in you know they're they're good. friendly and good Some sports. 
Well, I just, uh, you know, my particular case, I'll I'll tell you that story later on. I did play against opponents who were very, very good and very serious. And I had to look at one guy who had a very wicked serve. Wicked. And I said, "Uh, you know, we're playing for charity here, right? Oh, so you wanted them to take it easy on you? Yeah, I did. I absolutely I did. So I said, I'm done with that spinny serve. Stop it. Because it would bounce and then go wing off to the side. I said, okay, I'm done with you. Stop with that twirly serve. And he did. He was very nice. When you have a prize, yeah. when you make a prize for first place, it's a competition. And so you have people playing their best. And you have people like us who've never picked up a pickleball, paddle. pickleball paddle before. No, that's true. It's a fun game. It, it is, is a so fun, fun game. Super fun. All right. Well, I had a guy. <laughs> partner. Wait, was first, I thought I was having Octavia. Octavia. I thought Octavia was going to be my partner. Then they came back and said, no, Octavia's not your partner. She's on the team. Opposing, opposing you. Opposing you in the yes. first game. So I had All right. guy shows up about my age, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger. You know, pretty good shape. Hmm. And about the fifth game, <clears throat> I, I turned to him and I said, uh, you're going to have to <laughs> up. You've been, on my, you've been on my case since the get-go. Come on. You've been you've been you've been pissing and moaning since the beginning. Did he give you tips? Was and he giving I said, you tips? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, you've been pissing and moaning. You've been on my case from the beginning, uh-huh. and I got news for you. You're not that much better than I am, and I've never played before. Oh, so Ooh. he was, he was coaching you. He was giving him tips. Ah, yeah. And Jim didn't. Oh, you got to move here. Got to move there. Flip up. Flip. Oh, and this guy, he's hitting the net as much he's as whiff- I am. He's whiffing he it. Pretty, he had a pretty good uh, overhand, you know, when when the occasion Overhead, arrived. Yes, yes. But other than that, he wasn't playing any better than me. I grew. I got hit. I was like, he didn't say a thing. Did for you about come this close to his face? Oh, it's just inches away. Oh, I was really pissed off. So, Does dude, he... I'm not here to join uh, to join the National Professional Pickleball League. Okay, what? I'm here. This is a charity oh. event. I'm here uh, to have a good time. And you're on. You've been. You've been on. You've been jumping riding on me, me. since yeah. the get. You've been riding me since the get go. Mm-hmm. And you need. I said you need to zip it. And if you don't want to zip it, you're gonna have to find another another partner. God. Damn, I was pissed off. Well, and it was a good game. I mean, it was a great event. But he was trying to help you and your team to f- advance. You didn't take it as helpful tips? No, it's just that constant, 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 constant. I'm going, wait a minute, you just, you know, you're, you're on my case and just the, you know, the play before you just smacked it into the net, you know, or you or you whiffed it or it's like, oh, it happens. who yeah, are she, you? Yeah, okay. So anyway, but other than that, wait, you didn't take it as constructive criticism. Then right. you took it as well, in the insult. beginning, of course, to say, OK, the, oh, you know, OK, well, yeah, I'll play here. Ideas. But yeah. after a while, it's like, yeah. dude, I got, you know, okay, I know what's it. going on here. Okay, shut shut it. Zip it. <laughs> so what did Mo say when you told her this? No, wasn't. I was not the partner. <laughs> so the no. guy, I mean, and credit no. where credit is due after it was all over, he came up and he apologized. And he said, you know, I'm this sorry. and that, whatever. And said, well, you know, I, you know, I just lost my temper and. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, blah, blah. You know, I had, oh. yeah, you get it. Was it? Oh, so now he's got to go home and tell the grandkids. That Jim Phillips. I played with some cranky oh, you, old pussy. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. But he wasn't saying a damn thing after it got in his face. Oy. Like, come on, leave me alone, will you? Come on. Please. Now, what are you getting worked up for? Are you with anybody would get worked up? <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking to myself, how'd I get this guy? How'd I get it's this a, draw? It's a random crap. I don't care. What? Two guys, 70, 71, 75 <laughs> years old out there playing pickleball. I'm uh, watching these other young Yeah, 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 you know, the, bucks. yeah uh-huh. exactly. And uh, we're playing uh, against them. And, you know, Damn you, it. you got the mind of a 20-year-old, right? You got you the body of a 70-year-old. I know. 
And I did have one good shot. I had a real good McEnroe shot there. It was Oh, he does a wing? Oh, back yeah, with my back was yeah, to yeah. the net, and I leaned down, and I winged it back, and it went over the net. And so oh, I, wow. So you thought I, you were good. Well, I did have to get in my partner's my face, age, too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm okay for my age. I mean, I've no, always no, been, fine. I've always kind of been, I've been, you know, I was the 17th fastest oh, here we go. half miler in yeah, Miami, yeah. Metro Miami, Dade County and in remember, 1966. 1966. And when were you the piston? 1965. Oh, see. I was the featherweight champion of Barracks B in 1965. So you had some athletic ability when you were a teen. Yeah, I mean, every, when, right, it's always been that way. Always just kind in, in, in the middle. Sometimes yeah. a little bit, okay, the top third, sometimes the bottom third, most of the time in the middle. Middle third. Fairly coordinated, you know, whatever. Well, I, I Anyway, how about those lions? Oh, Talking about bottom third. Oi. You Detroit Lions? Happy. Yeah, they lost. Gotcha. Syracuse beat uh, <laughs> FSU, so that was good. Gators uh, took over and uh, walloped yeah. uh, Colorado State. That was good news. Thank God we're not in North Carolina. I was talking to Pickman before the start of the show. Mm-hmm. Man, we got to get an airboat. We got oh, yeah. to yeah. start our own Gator Navy. We got to go the up Gator there and Navy. help people. I love it. We're doing it. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got sure. about uh, $15,000 because that's out. one of those boogers. Uh, hey, then you're going to need another uh, bunch of money, big bag of money. Why do we need so much money for what? Buy an airboat. We need to buy a boat, oh, and we need a cooler full of beer. I'll just use my it's paddleboard. So no. I can save like one at a time on my paddleboard. Up on, brah. Wait, that's how much a used airboat is? Fifteen thousand dollars. I saw some for fifty-nine thousand. Oh, these are top of the line, though. Wait, then you need a trailer. Then you need, uh, you know, well, you have a truck to pull it with, but still, I mean, you need other things. Yeah, and then you have to learn how to operate the damn thing. Oh, whoops! Without smashing into a mailbox. Or a fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah. Just that they That's need a, more water. Well, count your blessings. I mean, those poor people in North Carolina, parts of South Carolina, they just got hammered. And that's not over with because the rivers continue to rise because of all the rain that will come down flowing towards the ocean. It just gets all mishy-mashed in there. And then uh, and then the floods come more than they have already. Is that the official so, uh, meteorological word for so, it, mishy-mash? Uh, so count your yeah, blessings. I mean, true. just count your blessings. God help them all. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Yeah, I saw a couple of uh, documentaries. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I don't know how long this has been on, but I finally saw The Better, Bre- the Better Brella. Have you seen this? The Inversion and Umbrella? Yes. Oh, those are oh awesome. yes. Hello. I know someone that has one. It's the coolest thing ever, right? Oh, yeah. That's an infomercial that's worth watching. So it's like an upside down umbrella? Yeah. So, you know, know, when you're opening the door, you know, you're in your you car and you, you have to push. You, have to, uh, yeah. you no. just stick it right up. It's straight up. Then you pull down and it's the umbrella. Smart. It's somebody somebody's thinking. Somebody's really, yeah. really mm-hmm. smart. I'll put the video. A zillion of those things. Yeah, the better umbrella. Yep, realradio.fm. The inversion umbrella. Talk about that. And, of course, uh, there's now controversy over the uh, nomination of Judge Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court related to something, or at least uh, a woman claims uh, an incident that took place when uh, both of them were in high school. And so this is all now somewhat uh, topsy-turvy. I have somewhat mixed emotions about that. Anyway, we'll get that going in a bit. Mo's next with the news. Don't forget the bonus round of closest to the pin at four. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1.
Get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Oh, Jim, we have lots of things going on other than pickleball recap. Yeah. The first one, the city of Orlando is asking a federal judge to throw out the lawsuit on behalf of the victims and survivors of Pulse. What? Yeah. Why? They filed a suit. The victims and survivors of Pulse filed a suit this summer in June, accusing the Orlando police detective who was working that extra duty shift at the club mm. of failing to intervene to stop the gunman's mm. rampage. And they say Orlando police officers unlawfully detained Pulse survivors for hours after the massacre was over. And then they give you a timeline when Mateen walked into the club and began shooting at just a little after 2 o'clock in the morning. The guy fired at him, this off-duty officer, right, right, from two different spots outside Pulse, but never entered the club to pursue. Additional officers arrived within a couple of minutes. Police didn't get into the club until eight minutes after, and on and on and on. It goes on and on. So now the police and the city, really, is asking that the judge throw this out. They say that... What grounds? Mm. Just say. Uh, let me see. Um, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Um, it says here... I'll say. Uh, a motion filed Friday by lawyers for the, the officer and the city of Orlando... Right. ...say that his reaction does... The victims are saying they didn't have their right to due process. I guess oh, that's it. I didn't get that far in law school. I don't... I'm sorry. I don't know either. Thank God. Uh, tonight is a big day. If you're a space enthusiast... Ow. Uh-oh. What's that now? Uh, Got a little pickleball thing. Arthritis, maybe? No, it's just... Well, all right, listen. Don't worry about me. It's just uh I don't know. If you had an opportunity to go to the moon, you've said in the past you would go. SpaceX will... No, I said in the past I'd like to send you to the no, moon. No, I know. Ha, ha, very <laughs> fun. Right to the moon, Alice. I got Hardy, har, har. <laughs> Space... <laughs> no, 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 no. SpaceX yeah. tonight is going to s- announce who is going on a private flight around the moon, and, and they will tell us who this is tonight. The announcement will be made during a webcast at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Now, they tweeted out last week a little... Are these astronauts or are these... No, uh, regular folks. Fun, sweet. Yeah. Passengers will make the lunar... F- this passenger, singular, one person, will make the lunar flight aboard the Big Falcon rocket, or BFR. I think one of them's in Orlando, <laughs> listen to Winter Park as a matter they call, they, I know who they are. BFR, no, that's the one who's doing the orbit. They oh, the signed orbit. up for the okay, orbit. Gotcha. This is going to the moon and yeah. going to orbit. But I love the name of the rocket is Big Falcon Rocket, but they call it BFR. Big Blanken Rocket. You know, I, I, when I Falcon, saw it, I, I think yeah, it's Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. Uh-huh. I think it's Falcon. They are, they're going, no one has visited the moon since the final Apollo mission in 1972. But tonight, a civilian will get a chance from SpaceX to go around. It's going to be more like an Apollo 13. They're going to go around the moon. Well, they better do it before the Chinese do. Oh. Yeah. They're getting ready. Yeah, take that, China. Yeah, take that, Moira. Hey, there's good news <laughs> if you are uh, planning a vacation to Pinellas County or Clearwater. Uh, most of the beaches now, or many of them, are clear of red tide. Over the weekend, crews were cleaning up like cra- dead fish like crazy off the coast. Ugh. Um, overall, Pinellas County Emergency Management says more than 100 tons of dead fish have been removed from beaches and coastal areas. I mean, P.U. They said it smells like heck. Like when you, it, like rotten, stinky fish. You can't even be out there for a minute. 
Um, and they've gotten some state money, but it looks like Pinellas County, anyway, is finally over the hump and is almost cleaned up. Yeah, well, guess what? It's going to happen again and again and again. Florida's turn, turning into an ecological disaster. Right. Part of it natural, then yep. exacerbated by That's other true. things. Mm-hmm. The latest statewide like flooding in North Carolina. Oh. They get those pig farms. They have uh, oh, coal yeah. ash. That's what I was thinking about last week. Mm. It's called coal ash. It's the what's left over after the burning of coal in power plants. Yeah. So they have to store it someplace. You got coal ash. You've got pig farms all over North Carolina. Yeah, chemical manufacturing plants. You got nuclear power plants. You got all these things get flooded, and uh, that stuff goes into a, and into into the water. You have this 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 stew. Mm-hmm. Of just nasty, nasty things yeah. that can do terrible, terrible things to people. Mm-hmm. The latest statewide poll in the governor's race here in Florida gives Democrat Andrew Gillum a six-point lead over Republican Ron DeSantis. I mean, we're still eight weeks away or six weeks away from the uh, November. Like mid-term. I'm going to vote for Gillum, but I like DeSantis' uh, stand when it comes to big sugar. He's been on their case for years. Uh huh. Results of the survey show that Gillum has 48 percent among likely voters. Mm. Compared to 42% for DeSantis, 8% still undecided. Uh, the, the good news is that, or, well, the, the news is that independents, I thought, found this most interesting. Um, among those people who don't identify as Democrats or Republicans, the independents uh, yeah, 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 approve yeah. of Gillum by nearly two to one. Uh, both sides in the race for governor, by the way, are opening, are discussing now multiple debates um, twice next month in October. These are televised, one in Miami, one in Davie, which is Fort Lauderdale-ish. Mm. The Gillum campaign issued a statement for even a third debate outside of South Florida. And in Orlando yesterday, DeSantis told the Tampa Bay Times he would likely agree to more than three, saying the more they debate, the better it is for him, DeSantis. Well, the better it is for the voters. Well, he didn't say that. He said the better it is for him. Well, okay. He thinks once people know him and see him debate Andrew maybe. Gillum, yeah, he maybe. will get... Can I do some of his hair? He's got a little thing on his right side keeps flopping down there. Oh, is that right? Know? Get some spray. More spray. He needs product, maybe. Yeah, yeah or bobby some... pin or something. Gas... Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a barrette. Uh-huh. But gas prices are Fascinator. down... Fascinator. That would look That good. would be nice. Gas prices are down in Florida for the 17th day in a row. AAA reports the current statewide average for a gallon of regular... $2.74. That's just a couple of ticks down from a week ago. Most mm. expensive gas. No surprise. West Palm Boca. That seems to be it every Monday. Least expensive. Tampa, St. Pete, and Punta Gorda. All right. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo. We got the uh, birthdays and the food upcoming. All that good stuff. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Jack's audio file. Busy day on the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. From- back to the news, the birthdays, the food. That bonus round of closest to the pin in about 25 minutes or so. Here's Mo. Oh, baby. Today is September 17th, 2018, and today, oh, there's lots of things to, oh, there's two things. Today is either Apple Dumpling Day, it's National Apple Dumpling Day. Not sure what that is exactly. I'm not sure either. I know what a dumpling is, like chicken and dumplings. No, an apple dumpling. I think it's like a, I I picture more of a fritter, like a, that kind of thing. I don't know. Like a hush puppy? Research. Apple dumpling. Yeah, yeah, please. I don't know. I'm not sure what apple dumpling even looks like. Is it like a fritter? It's like a baked dumpling with apple in it. A, a baked dumpling? Yeah. Is it like a circle? Is it round? It's like a ball, yeah. It is. So it's like a fritter, but it's called an apple dumpling. All right, okay. No. Okay? Also, a Monte Cristo is also today. Today's I like a Monte Cristo. A sandwich? I can't remember what's in it, but it's I like the name. Beef. It's beef, and I think sometimes they have au jus on it. 
Oh, is that the one with those you? I think Monte. Is that the, like a roast beef sandwich with those you? I think so. That's why it's a good time. Is that a Monte Cristo? I don't know. That, no. I mean, son of a gun. I thought it was Oju. What's a Monte Cristo? That's that's the uh, beef. It's got ham, turkey, and Swiss, oh, and then they a... dip it in, into a mixture and then fry it. Oh, forget oh, that. Oh, never mind. You're thinking oh. of French dip. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, with the Oju. French dip. Yeah. Oju. Question. I do like that. That's good Oju. stuff. That can be some good stuff. If you got good, good roast beef. Yeah. Sometimes oh, see, you bite into it, you get some, you know, bite of gristle, or it's just Fatty. too tough. No. Yeah. Get some steakums. <laughs> okay. Steakums are good. Huh? Steakums I are like pretty steak. For a Philly cheese steak. I haven't had that in years. Yeah, I, have, I can't remember the last time. <laughs> you know, they're not bad, but it's there's something about it. How'd, how'd they come up with this? They got some chemicals in there. I don't know. How'd they come up with this? I'm not sure. What part of the cow is this from? Really? I don't know. Uh-uh. Florida's NFL teams are undefeated after the first two weeks of the Florida season. What? Yeah. Ha! Oh, yeah. Uh, take that, New England. Take that, Brady. Yeah, I'm not big, the biggest uh, fan of pro football, but uh, boy, that... I watched the last the last 10 minutes of that game. Okay, oh, the Jaguars won. Spoiler alert. Blake Bortles looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Go, Blake. Thank you. Yeah. Defense looked good. Oh, he, yeah. Blake Bortles, threw for four touchdowns, 377 Fantastic. yards, and Same. really defeated, not, re- oh, I guess any defeats a W, but uh, New England uh, lost 31 that. to 20 yeah, to Jackson. Uh, let's see. Uh, Coach Frowny Face and the rest of them. The Miami Dolphins <laughs> uh, won <laughs> over the sure. New York Jets, Jim. The, the Dolphins won over the Jets. That's always a big deal. Yeah. That's a rivalry of, of sorts. And yeah. then at Tampa, um, the Bucks even won. So, this is, and that's Ryan huge. Fitzpatrick, baby. They're back up. Yep. Backup quarterback defeating the Super Bowl champion. What? You know, Eagles. Philly Eagles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to mention that, Jaguars defeated the other team in the Super Bowl last year. The team that knocked them out. Oh, yeah. boy. I understand. Take oh. that, Tom Brady. Oh, what There's a great no two weeks. No change. No change. Zero change in the rankings for two Florida schools included in the top 25 of the latest coaches college football poll. UCF, mm-hmm. whose game was canceled, of course, because of the storm, mm-hmm. remains at number 18. Miami, University of Miami, the Hurricanes. Uh, they are still number 20, right yeah. b- below. Uh-huh. Um, the top of the rankings stays the same with Alabama 1, Clemson 2, and Georgia number 3. But Alabama's a steamroller. Oof. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama might be able to beat some pro teams. <laughs> I don't problem. think so, but I don't know. Oh, I do. You know. Yes, I do. They, I don't know if you noticed how damn hot. think that it- every pro team out there could beat Alabama? No, uh, they could probably beat the Bills. The way they've been playing, and that one guy quit. <laughs> what? what? I oh think yeah, it's, it's medical. Yeah. In the middle medical. of the game. No, I think he saw his future. All of a sudden, he had an epiphany, and he said, "What am I doing this for? I'm playing for a crappy team. A and two, I have been hurt a lot of times. Had surgery more than that, and I think I'm getting a little bit loopy in the head from being banged yeah. so many. Times. Oh, this is terrific! What a great game. CTE and prescription pain addiction for the rest of your life. Yeah, not yeah. interested. So he quits in the middle of the game. At halftime, he probably saw a promo for that night, sixty minutes on CTE, yeah, see, and he's mm, like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I, I could be quit. done here. I'm done. Got to go." Mm-mm. I don't know if you noticed, but this weekend, it was hot as blazes here. Really? Yeah. Hadn't noticed. Well, you know why? We should what? thank Hurricane Florence for that. The very dry weather pattern here is blamed on the remnants of Hurricane Florence. Uh, they say Florence is literally sucking moisture from the Orlando area air. And with the lack of rain, the temperatures that feel like temperature that you love so much feels like way over 100 saying that's how that's what we credit it with we blame it on florence that is smacking the carolinas oh yeah yeah rescue efforts continue in the flood swept north carolina area 
where what's left of Hurricane Florence has dumped historic levels of rain. Ten trillion gallons of water, they predicted, have fallen on North Carolina. Ten trillion? Ten trillion gallons of water. So my sister's in a dilemma. She bugged out from North Carolina, and and she's staying with us, and she wanted to go back today, but now it's you don't know what roads are open. Mm And it still can get worse. But, you know, Correct. she's got a business and a home. And fortunately, both have done well. But now she's like, she wants to go tomorrow. And it's, Oof. you don't, going into the area, you just don't know what you're going to get or where That's you're going right. to be rerouted. You are correct. Yeah, you could get backed up for miles. And, mm. you know, nothing's worse. You know, you're moving at a mile and a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh. The uh, governor of North Carolina, Roy Cooper, Said, this is his quote. This is a monumental disaster for our state. He said, this is still wreaking havoc, flooding, home damage, road damage, still half a million people with no lights, and they are just so miserable. And I think at last count, 19 people have perished in the storm or related to the storm. Uh, tonight is the Emmy Awards. Uh, Michael Che and Colin Jost this should be good. are the host. Eh. Hosts. No. Yeah, Jost is yes, host. It I think no, be. it'll be good. Uh, there's a rivalry between Netflix and HBO. HBO has won almost everything. They've owned the Emmys for many, many, more than a dozen years. Mm-hmm. Netflix thinks this might be the year they are top of the heap. Saw two more episodes of Jack Ryan. Are you finished? What do you think? No. Mm. I, I, I've gone a week without... I haven't had That's time a good to watch sh- it. It's just a good show. Yeah, I'm, five, I'm still at five on that one. Seven. You know what, May... Love TV. Win is the show that you're now a big fan of, Handmaid's Tale. It was That's a terrific show. Outstanding drama. I I never mm. thought I was going to like it because I never liked the way the handmaid's dressed. I was like, this is stupid. With the bonnet and all? Yeah. Mm. I was like, what is this it's all like about? Amish or and something. Then, yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, you watch it and you go, holy Christ. All right. <laughs> that could be us in, uh, uh, in the near future. Uh, the outstanding comedy series, uh, so I've seen some of these uh, Atlanta on FX. Never seen Black-ish. it. Black ish. Never oh, seen I it. like that. Yes. I watched the whole first season of Atlanta. It's good. Okay, Barry on HBO with Barry, what's which his one name? Is that? We like that. I like Barry. With, yeah. What's with his Bill name? Bill, yeah. yeah, I like it. Curb your enthusiasm yes, is on there. Glow is on there I like from Glow Netflix. A lot. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I love it. Uh huh. Silicon Valley on HBO no. and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I watched Netflix the first again, two seasons. You know, so I thought again, that was a great program. Lots of Netflix on there. Fast. Lots and lots of Netflix. What used to be like? Uh, what was that show on NBC? Thirty Rock. Was it Dirty oh, Rock? Yeah. yeah, that was a yeah, show. I mean, it's just but, fast oh where you go, what they just say? Mm. Yeah. Get a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Ha, ha, ha. Cute as a button. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you know, actors and actresses, dramas and comedies, all kinds of things. Um, and and there are, I don't know, I mean, just gobs of categories. And I'm hoping this thing wraps up in four hours. You know, I don't know what time they're starting, but it always seems like they go to close to midnight. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the deal will be, but there are tons of categories. I have a complete list here. If you are interested, you know, limited series and and all kinds of things that they do. And that doesn't even count the technical stuff that they've done already or the daytime stuff that they've done. There's reality program awards. There's um, what is that mini series type things. And uh, yeah, so there's that's all tonight on NBC Uh and a remake of the 1987 Arnold Schwarzenegger film is this week's top movie 31 years later in North America. Hey, the Predator. Mo, the the um, Ozark wasn't nominated for anything. The season one of Ozark. A couple of things I saw Ozark. Oh, yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, But not outstanding drama. Okay, but as far as series, I mean, it may be somebody 
Ah, I really like that, too. Did you? Yeah, yeah, You yeah. still do. Yeah, I'm halfway through the second season. Oh. Ah, so much on. All right. See, All it's right. tough when you find something you like for one season and then it goes away for a year. At least there's so much to fill the void. You, you don't have fill, to yeah. have any more humor, human interaction in your life. It's great. <laughs> Henry Winkler's been uh, nominated for... for uh, what has? For Barry. Okay. Henry Winkler. Yeah, he's good in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so Predator, number one at the box office. I don't know what the boys have seen later today. Number two was last week's top movie, The Nun, uh, which made $85 million since its release. The third place is a... Jason Bateman from Ozark. He's been... uh, He's he's up. Okay. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Third place at the movie theater this past weekend was the suspense movie, A Simple Favor, which earned $16 million, rounding out the top five. Crazy Rich Asians, that's still hanging around the top. And Peppermint. Mission Impossible, which had been up there for a really long time, fell down to 10th place. Well, he might win, except he's up against Ed Harris from Westworld. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. I was really surprised Game of Thrones. Back to the Emmys for a minute. Uh, now, they lead the nominations. They have 22 nominations, um, but we don't know. Westworld has 21. Handmaid's Tale has 20. So it may be a toss-up this time. They may be uh, booted out. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's, again, tonight on NBC. There's reportedly some drama unfolding ahead of these Emmys, by the way. Yeah, what's that? At a pre-show charity event last night, actor Tom Arnold and producer Mark Burnett got into what will I call, a physical altercation. <laughs> Was uh, it over Trump? Uh, I don't know. T- Ar- Tom Arnold tweeted that Burnett choked him, and he contacted Los Angeles police. Uh. Burnett's wife <laughs> tweeted a picture of a bruise on her hand, claiming Tom Arnold was the one who ambushed Mark Burnett. Police say there is no indication that cops were ever called or notified. Tom Arnold has a new reality series on Viceland, which is about his search for so-called damaging tapes of President Trump when Trump hosted The Apprentice and Burnett was the executive producer. Okay. (laughs) I knew it was about Trump. Yeah, it's something about Trump. It's always about him. You got to get some publicity, generate some interest. I meant to tell you this before. We're talking about Netflix because Netflix, this may be their big year at the Emmys, but... People may be fleeing Netflix. A lot of Netflix users say that they might drop the service if it starts running advertisements. The Netflix service is testing ads that would promote its growing lineup of original content. A new study says many viewers are against the idea of running ads. The study found that nearly one quarter of Netflix subscribers said they would leave Netflix if it shows ads, commercials. The study found that Netflix may be able to keep some of those viewers if it lowered the subscription price to offset the ads. It also found that Netflix subscribers subscribers will accept a price increase for an ad-free service. Would you pay more for every month of Netflix for no ads? It depends how much. Another five bucks a month? Yeah. Oh, wow. So 50% increase? You pay 11, you'd pay 16 or 20? Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy a lot of the... Yeah, I do. Not saying you wouldn't enjoy it, but you wouldn't want the advertisement. No, I enjoyed Netflix enough. I enjoy their programming enough. Yeah, I paid another five bucks. Would you pay another ten? Double your money? Yeah. For no ads? For Netflix? No ads? Yeah. For no ads? You're still getting Netflix at the, at the current price. Yeah. But if they run ads, I understand what you're saying. You do. I don't think he understands. But like, if you were to watch it without ads, would you pay extra? <laughs> yeah, say it backwards and see if it works the same. Yeah. For, for the for the for the privilege of watching something on Netflix, I'd have to pay another ten dollars no. a month. Without advertising. You can watch it now for your same price. But if you want the premium service with no advertisements, you pay double. Fine. 100% increase. Yeah. No, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. It's okay. It's not going from $100 to $200. It doesn't matter. 
It's going from 11 to 22 or whatever you pay now, 10 to 20. It's double no the price. All right, so let's say, okay, I don't want to do that. I want to watch Netflix with ads. What does it cost? Ten bucks, same as it costs now. Oh, I don't want any ads. I'll pay the premium price. It's a hundred percent increase. It's twenty-two bucks. It doesn't matter. It's the percent. No, it doesn't. It, it matters matter. what I can afford. All right, fine. Fancy pants over there. Listen, who knows? Cheap skates. No, I I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> I never said I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't. I think that's ridiculous. Double for the, Netflix? Double the... I want Netflix, but I'm okay uh, doubling the price for an advertisement. I, hey, I, you got to no, warm me up to the idea. doubling the price so you don't see an advertisement. Jack, you are the cheapest one. Thank you. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> you're not going to pay double for no ads. Oh, hell no. See? Knew it. <laughs> Knew I'd have support somewhere. Oh, he Sweet. will as soon That's as somebody starts HBO. talking about it. No, you know, see? Blah, 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 HBO. Blah. Huh? He has to pay for HBO. He's not getting HBO. I pay for yeah. that, too. Oh. See? There's no ads on that, you know. I know. That's why I pay for oh, it. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, but, but if they say we're going to add ads to HBO unless we double the price, you're going to spend that? You're stick I don't around? know what I'm spending for HBO. Probably about 15 bucks a month. Go 30? Yeah, see? I don't watch H- I watch Netflix more than I watch HBO. So you're going to get bail Except on I HBO? Except I watch two documentaries on uh, HBO. No, would I pay another $15 for HBO? Yeah. I'm not sure because I don't want I, I watch a lot of stuff on Netflix. Uh-huh. With no uh, commercials. Okay. Yeah, well, they're gonna they're thinking of putting commercials. Would you drop them? No. I'd pay extra. But not double. Yes, I would. That's weird. Why? It's double the It's a hundred percent increase. It's not five thousand dollars a month and 10. all of a sudden now guess what? It's ten thousand dollars. Principal. Seriously, I agree with that. Well, you're gonna you're gonna miss yeah. out. No Never way. watch quality programming again. No, I watch it. Nope, I can still watch it, but I get a commercial. Big deal. You zip through it. I don't know. You lost. No, you don't zip, there's no zipping through. You don't zip through. There's no zip through. <laughs> there's zip through. No, there's no zip through. You can't zip. through. You totally DVR. You have to watch the commercial. You have to watch what? the commercial. You can't DVR Netflix. Oh, you can. No. Oh, all right. Hello. Well, I'm thinking of how I can get around it. I can zip yeah, through. I'll Why tell you how to get around it. Pay another eleven dollars. Double it up. I'm not doubling it. Oh, just go to Jim's house to watch it. No, I used to do that with you at HBO. I know. <laughs> we can't do that. He's tapped into his neighbor's uh, electrical outlet, so he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Paul McCartney has his first Never number. Never looked like Sicily or something with oh, the telephone and the electric wires all over like the place. Yeah, hanging washed from so many lines. <laughs> you got the Kavanaugh story? Are you going to talk about the Kavanaugh story or not? I was, but I didn't know. You don't make... want to, do you? I don't. <laughs> Why? It troubles me. A lot of things about the story trouble me, Jim. I have mixed emotions. So yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I don't Very know. I don't, I'm not quite sure. But I will tell you this. The chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee wants to hear from the woman now who yeah. is accusing the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, of sexual assault while they were in high school. This Iowa Republican, Chuck Grassley, at first said, yeah, she can call us. We'll, we'll take a phone call. Finally, everybody started screaming and said, no, if she's going to come in, she's going to be in the place under oath. There it is. And now he says, we are going to treat her in an appropriate and respectful manner. I'll be very interested to see how all of those men question her about her recollection. Ask Joe Biden of, how he did with Anita Hill. Not so good. No, he was a disgrace. Horrible. And he spent uh, his political career apologizing, apologizing for the way that he treated her. I know. Her. But at the same time, Kavanaugh has know. forcefully denied the allegation. It's gonna, so it's going to be for the most part he said, she said. Here's something that an incident albeit very serious allegation mm-hmm. that happened in high school mm-hmm. 
But boy, oh boy, if we go back to our high school days and we're held accountable for... I, 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 well, if you're going to be a I, Supreme I'm, Court justice here. Well, I haven't... Fi- we're not going to go to your high school and ask them how what if you were a bad boy. But I think with this guy, we need to know something. We need to know from her what exactly she recalls. I would just like to hear. No, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, how far back do you go in anybody's history before you can? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a legitimate question. I mean, do all you of a sudden that it's a junior yeah. high school or you reach a yeah. certain age and you ought to know better or, you know, mm-hmm. we've all had incidents when we were stupid and young. You know, usually when we're drinking too much, we're, we're doing foolish things, albeit if this is true, this is sexual assault. But you know what I, I, I just haven't figured it out yet, that's I, all. What I heard about Kavanaugh today was that he, in his yearbook, was part of something called the 100 Keg Club. Uh, and there were a group of people, I, I think all boys, that were trying to drink 100 kegs of beer before they graduated. Oh, yeah, yeah bro. Who hasn't? No, I Hello. haven't. I haven't. I haven't tried to drink 100, 100 kegs of beer. It's a joke, Chuck. Uh, Just I, raise your I hand. I tried to do 14. Okay. I'm not Three to one. You can't make me raise my hand. <laughs> Did you do anything stupid when you were in high school? When you look back and say, I sh- "Well, boy, I'm glad I'm lucky to be alive." I did yes. more stupid yes. stuff okay. after Thank high you. school. Me too. Well, <laughs> oh, that's boy. the only point I'm making. I mean, I know. I haven't settled on it one way or the other. I mean, so some of charges the- of sexual. I mean, d- does he have a pattern of this? Is this an incident where the statute of limitations has run out? You're in high school. I mean, all these things weigh in where I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go with this. They wanted Al Franken out for a one-time offense years ago. But this guy gets a one-time-is-okay pass? Well, we don't know if it's true. We know Franken. We have the photograph. we have the picture. Mm, Like that picture. And Franken wasn't in in high school. Franken was a a sitting senator. Not when he did that. No, when he did that, he was a comedian years ago on a USO tour with the picture of him making the booby When he was a senator, he was touching women's butts. Oh, I I don't remember that part. Yes. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's move along, shall we? Um, Yeah. Uh, Oh, wait. It's already time for the birthdays. Here we have it. Happy, happy birthday to NASCAR driver Jimmy Johnson. Oh, Oh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson Johnson. Johnson. is now 37 years old. Higher. Probably, yeah. Yeah, he's Over 40. 45. What? Oh, boy. 44. Oof. Jack, well, you should have given him some space because he's 43. You get it. I'll take it. He's 43, Whatever. but you, you didn't give him a No, I'd rather here. take the one point and just really stick it to pink. Oh, nice. Happy, happy. So let's stay in sports for a moment, shall yeah. we? How about Coach Phil Jackson from the Bulls and the Lakers? I know who he is. I know you do. 70. Damn it. 73. On the dock. Thank you. Oh, he knew it. Uh, Unbelievable. Oh. Oh. Did the math. Uh, Here's one rapper that I know you love. Doug E. Fresh. Doug E. Fresh is 31. (laughs) Please. He's not so fresh anymore. (laughs) I guess I don't know. He's uh, 48. Nope. Whoops. Uh, 47. Pinkman, 52. 52. Doug E. Fresh. And that's the Lottie Da. Just call me Moira. Take a break. When we come back, here's what we'll do. We'll open up the lines. We'll do that right now. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random, and you will play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin should you win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. One of these days, Moira. One of these days, pow, right in the kisser. 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Audrey's on the line. She will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin should Audrey win. Good fortune for the rest of her life. If she loses, she will face 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pittman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to uh, set your handicap for the afternoon. Audrey, how are you this afternoon? I'm very excited. I've been calling in for years. All right, Audrey, here we go. Come on. All right, honey. Everybody's rooting do it. for you. i got yeah. 10 yes. questions for you, including Thank the crow you. question so at the end. Okay, well, don't, you know... Just get everything settled yeah. now. Pay right. attention. Don't get all worked up. All right. Yeah. Okay. Don't get over your skis oh, here. She's okay. Breathing. She's here breathing. we go. Okay. All right. Countdown for Audrey. Here we go, Audrey. In three, two, one, begin. Audrey, North Carolina is facing catastrophic flooding because of Hurricane Florence. But Major League Baseball player Kurt Flood was a baseball all star how many times? Four. The University of Miami Hurricanes played their first collegiate football game in what year? 1945. The book called The Hunger Games was a huge bestseller and first published in what year? 1996. How old is actress Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, 25. Jennifer Lopez starred in the movie Selena, released in what year? Uh, 1997. The real-life Selena, who was a singer, actress, model, and fashion designer, was gunned down and killed in Corpus Christi, Texas in what year? Uh, 1992. What's the population of Corpus Christi, Texas? Uh, 5,000. How old is former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie? Uh, 64. Former professional women's tennis player Chris Everett has how many career tennis titles? Uh, seven. Get it within 25, you went out right. If Chris Everett was a crow in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Jacksonville, Florida? Um, 250. Time. All right, Audrey, okay, hang in there. Okay, you did okay, sweetheart. Good. Yeah, 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 okay. sweetheart. Did all right. right, sweetie. Did okay. Here we go. You'll be All very right. proud of your effort. All yeah, right, good hun. job. And then it's Pinkman. All right. No, don't call her hun. But Sweetie's okay. Yeah, it's for me. Hun, it's hun fine. crosses the line, but Sweetie's That's okay. That's right, for just, me. It's fine. Just checking. Just checking. All right, Mr. Pinkman, if you'll pick up the dice, roll it, whatever number it is, we add to the number 18. That will be your handicap for the afternoon. All right. Here we go. So exciting. There it goes. No. A seven. All right. 25. 25. Okay. Ready? Ten questions, including the crow question. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. Pinky, North Carolina, facing catastrophic flooding because of Hurricane Florence, but Major League Baseball player Kurt Flood was a baseball all-star how many times? Uh, Twice. The University of Miami Hurricanes played their first collegiate football game in what year? 1958. The book called The Hunger Games was a huge bestseller and first published in what year? 2005. How old is actress Jennifer Lawrence? She is 31. Jennifer Lopez starred in the movie Selena, released in what year? 1999. The real-life Selena, 
who was a singer, actress, model, and fashion designer, was gunned down and killed in Corpus Christi, Texas in what year? Uh, 1987. What's the population of Corpus Christi, Texas? 30,000. How old is former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie? He is 53. Former professional women's tennis player Chris Everett has how many career tennis titles? Four. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Chris Everett was a crow in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Jacksonville, Florida? Uh, yeah, 212. Time? Yeah! Oh, boy. Got it. Major League Baseball player Kurt Flood was a baseball all-star. How many times, Audrey said? Four. Pinkman? Two. The answer? Three. In the middle. Oh, man. You both get a point. University of Miami Hurricanes played their first collegiate football game in what year? Audrey said? 1945. Pinkman? 58. 19. 26. Audrey takes the lead. The book called The Hunger Games, a huge bestseller, first published in what year? Audrey said? 96. Pinkman? 05. 2008. Oh, it's all tied up. How old is actress Jennifer Lawrence? Audrey said? 25. Pinkman? 31. 28. Right in the middle. They both get a point. Jennifer Lopez started the movie Selena, released in what year? Audrey said? 97. Pinkman? 99. Right on the money. 1997. <laughs> Audrey takes the lead. Oh, uh, no fair. She's five a to big go. Fan. Two, three, four, five, and Pinkman has three. The real life Selena, yep. singer, actress, model, fashion designer, gunned down and killed in Corpus Christi, Texas in what year? Audrey said? 92. Pinkman? 87. 1995. Oh. Audrey gets the point. Go, what's, Audrey. What's the population of Corpus Christi, Texas? Audrey said? 5,000. Pinkman? 30,000. 320,000. Oh, oh Pinkman. Yeah. Way Corpus under, Christi, but you still Texas. get it. It's I mean, a big city, yeah. Yeah, beach community. Oh, boy. How old is former what? New Jersey Governor Chris Christie? Audrey said? 64. Pinkman? 53. 56. Pinkman's coming back. Two to oh, go. Yeah. Former professional women's tennis player Chris Everett has how many career tennis titles? Audrey said? Seven. Pinkman? Four. 157. Oh, Audrey takes that one commandingly. One no, wait What's a minute. What's the score? Audrey has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. And Pinkman has one, two, three, four, five. 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 Get it within 25, you went oh, out, boy. right? Come on, Pinky. Your last Chris chance. Everett was a crow in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, her place of birth. She would have to fly how many miles to reach Jacksonville, Florida? Audrey said? 250. Pinkman said. 212. In fact, Chris Everett, the great tennis player. Yeah. Former tennis player. Yeah. She, if she were in Fort Lauderdale, she'd have to flap her wings. In order to reach Jacksonville, she would have to fly a total of 326 miles. Audrey gets it and wins a game. Audrey, Take that, Pinkman. good job. Good fortune for oh, the rest of your that. life, Audrey. Wonderful news. Thanks for playing that bonus round. Look, Closest so to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I bet she was screaming. How come no one cares about my feelings? So he's like, oh, great job, caller. How'd you do you a pickleball sure on Saturday? Guy. Oh, how'd you oh, do I pinky? kicked ass. You did? No, I got my ass kicked. Oh, boy. Some of those people were did really you, good. Did you play? Yeah, a lot of them were good. With a a person who knew how to play. I played with Fritz's brother. Oh, he Dirk. didn't know how to play. No, he knew how to play all right. <laughs> he didn't know how to he, play. He is a uh, former baseball player, so yeah. he hits way too hard, mm. out of bounds. So it went out a lot. But it? we had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and I'd say it brought us closer together. Did you guys yeah, play with a white ball? Yes. You ever get to play with the yellow ball? Because the yellow Once. ball bounces more. Yeah, it does. What? 
Really? Yeah. Yes. I feel gypped. No, because those are outdoor courts, and that's an outdoor ball. The others are indoor courts, and those are for indoor ball. I got the so you yeah, make some oh, quick you adjustments. The, you had the yellow ball on the courts because you guys were on the fancy king court. and queen, and then yeah. after that, I was way down the uh, line. Three courts was, down, we had to get the white ball. Yeah, in that's right. Mm-hmm. Here it comes, but oh, <laughs> it just dies right there Good on your times. foot. Yeah, but that's a game I wouldn't mind playing on the regs. On the regs, yeah, that's how regularly. the kids say regularly. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but they except for weekends, they don't open until late afternoon. Well, they have outdoor courts as well. Oh, true, stinking! Are you going to the villages? No, they got two no. up in my in my town. They have in them in there. Oh, those yeah. Lake winter people. Springs. I bet they're lined up around no, the block. No, they have a really nice yeah. in a winter spring. See? Yeah. Yep. 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 Too hot now, right? That's way too hot now. <laughs> I can handle it. What? No, you can't. <laughs> I'll go out and play with you. Okay. On the on the court, pickleball. Oh, okay. I mean, will you come oh, over? Oh. I can see where tennis players are when you know advancing at, in ages. Right? Yeah, they say you know slow down a little bit, kind of sort of not run quite as much. It's it's perfectly great. I liked it. It was fun. It's so fun, and you have to be gentle. My with knees that. are killing me. Oh, but. seriously, my knees didn't hurt. I was shocked. Boy, did my butt hurt. Are you gonna be okay? I am. It was once I sat you need down. Need a massage, Pinkman. Go not in there. it. Ah! Once I sat down in the car, and it wasn't easy to get in the car, but I was fine until I had to get out of the car. Yeah, and I had a slide out. And <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had to turn you around. Did? Yeah, because like, I sit higher up, oh, so I had to yeah, me too. Yeah. turn and then kind of lean back. And and, until, here we go. Whoop. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> it was very bad. Uh, How awful! I, I made the mistake of then sitting down and trying to cool off because it was I was dri- dripping wet. This whole radio station is like the walking wound. You should hear everybody in the convention about my, oh, knees, my knees, my, my back, ankles, my, my tush, feet. My what? Yeah. I tried to take a nap. I went home. I got in the uh-huh. bath. You know, it was Epsom salts through the whole thing. Then I thought they were going to have to get a crane or something to get me out of there. And then so oh, I could take a little nap. You know, just and I my 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 legs hurt so much I couldn't fall asleep. Oh. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio. <laughs> 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Hey, there's a run on Epsom salts in Metro Orlando. Wonder why. Let's oh, hear boy. what's in Jack's audio file. Not only did I exhaust my supply, my wife had to go buy some because she did yoga again yesterday, Uh-oh. and it was uh, a little heavier than she's used to doing or hadn't hadn't had to do it in a while, and, and she had to go buy more Epsom salts. So we're out in winter springs as well. <laughs> Today, hey, Jim, the uh, audio file today is brought to you by Real Mobile. That's our texting service, and Real Mobile is now powered by Sutherland Nissan, OrlandoNissan.com, home of the lifetime warranty. And the audio file, we begin with the coverage, the story of the weekend, and that is now, uh, I guess, it are we Tropical Storm Florence now? I, I don't even know if it's that. It's a disorganized mess. Yeah, it's, just... it's, it's now it's just Florence. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it may not be the Cat 4 or Cat 5 hurricane they were expecting. However, the real damage is happening this week. It's no longer a wind event. Now it is a rain event. And with that comes still 
flooding and potential of more flooding. We're going to have more evacuation notices as the rivers rise and after after they overflow their banks. You need to heed the warnings. Get out of harm's way. Yeah, that is uh, Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina. And the message is the same for South Carolina, as uh, Chairman Mark Lazarus tells us. Based on current projections, the water will be higher than it was during Hurricane Matthew. That's not our guess. That's projections that we've gotten from the professional engineers and ones that deal with this, the weather services and others. And I know in North Carolina, Jacksonville, North Carolina and New Bern have experienced some heavy flooding. Uh, here is the mayor of New Bern, North Carolina, talking about a curfew. We're urging residents to stay inside and to not travel. We have a curfew in New Bern at this time. We have 30 roads in New Bern right now that are still not passable. They're talking about people in Fayetteville, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So if you're within away. a mile of the yeah. river, they're saying, notify your, if you're not going to leave, notify your next of kin. It's not anything to scoff at. I think Certainly people thought, not. I'm going to be fine. They're not fine. Well, a lot of people, you know, I was thinking about, you know, if if you had the opportunity to leave and the and resources to, a lot of these people, they don't have the resources. Mm. They don't have the money. Right. Uh, they don't have the transportation. Uh, probably most of them, you know, we're in that as opposed to, I can ride out the storm just because I'm a tough guy. They, a lot of these people are, are too ill to move. Mm-hmm. So in the case of my sister, she could have stayed, but it's a gamble because she also has a business in North Carolina. Right. Now she can't give back to open up her business. If she stayed, she would have her business open because the town where she is it's okay. is okay. Yeah. Getting there now with all these road closures is here, tough right? because now she's coming from from Florida. But you don't know that. It's roulette because there was a, you know, a couple with a young baby. They say, we're going to ride out the storm. A tree falls on their house, Uh-oh. kills the wife and baby. Right, that was the first death that we're in the yeah, yeah, right. They say we're going to ride out the storm just because we're going to ride out the storm, or they ride out the storm and say, you know, where are we going to go? We can't afford right. to check into the, you know, the dew drop in at 150 right. a night up in uh, up in Asheville Boone or somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are in that situation, or they're they're ill. They're, you know, but it, it's yeah, it's a tough call. You have the wind at first, then you, then all of the oh, flooding and, and this water. I mean, it was us. a year ago they were dealing with flooding. Ugh. Now oh, they we, have more in North Carolina. Right. Anyway, so that continues nationally. The story that you know was was kind of out there wasn't talked about as much because of the the coverage uh, of the storm was the Paul Manafort deal. He, uh, he pleads now, Jim. <laughs> I guess you bet too late. Uh, or you yeah. bet too soon, rather, oh. uh, because you had a bet with Pinkman back that Paul Manafort would make a plea deal before he was found before the verdict in the first trial. Right, right. that's already settled. Yeah, right, that's settled. However, he did finally make a deal. I hate for Mr. Manafort, but he's accepted responsibility. He wanted to make sure that his family was able to remain safe and uh, live a good life. He's accepted responsibility. And this is for conduct that dates back many years. This is, of course, the attorney for, uh, attorney for Paul Manafort, who not too long ago said there was no chance he was taking a deal. Uh, remember Ken Starr? Sure, he, from the Clinton thing? Yeah, TV. Yeah. yeah, he was the... Got a uh, book out, right? Well, and yeah, he was also uh, the head of the Independent Council uh, for Whitewater, and I believe it might have been the Monica Lewinsky thing as well. I think he did both. Mm-hmm. But anyway, here he is talking about the Manafort deal. It is so... 
terrific for uh, the investigation and frankly for the American people that we're moving forward. We're getting someone who may be knowledgeable. So there you go. It's, you know, and he's pointing out that, you know, it's a good thing when you have someone who says you, who's going to give you true insight into an, a, an ongoing investigation. I know you, you kind of get caught up in this tribalism of uh, our side, their side. And, you know, sometimes you lose sight of the bigger picture. But uh, you, yeah, the other side, they lose sight of the truth. That's their problem. Mm, yep. We don't know. We don't know what Bob Mueller knows. We don't know what B Paul Manafort can share. But there's a key word in that uh, agreement, which was truthfully. And then there was another key word, fully. A lot of K Street, meaning the lobbyists in Washington, D.C., are worried. Because they're saying, well, geez, we dealt with these oligarchs and some of our clients are the Ukraine and all the stuff that Manafort was involved in. These these guys have been involved in, too. And that's the thing. You start investigating one thing, and as you uncover, you know, uh, crimes, mm -hmm. the, the, you don't know where the investigation leads. Uh, here's a Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz talking about the, the Manafort, Manafort and Trump deal and thinking that, these guys waited too long. Manafort, if he was going to make a deal, should have made it before he was convicted. He would have gotten a better deal. And President Trump, if he was going to pardon, he should have pardoned before Manafort agreed to cooperate. Too late. Yep. yep. Jim would have won his bet, too. Correct. Sorry, boss. Mm-mm. Still owe me a dollar for Tiger Woods. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. And Lindsay Lohan. But I think Jim is owed finally a dollar for the fight. Pinkman. Uh, but well, somebody needs to get me the numbers for Cuomo Nixon because you might have won that Pinkman. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. got like sixty-two percent or sixty. And, and you said sixty-three percent of the and you vote. Said really? So, yes. Yeah, so yeah. like I saw the returns come in. So you have got to be you guys. Me. Oh, that's a me. butt whipping. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was by twenty-eight or thirty percent. He beat her. Yeah. But anyway, so you owe him another buck on that yeah, one. So. We'll put it on my tab. I am putting it on your tab. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay up later. All right. Another fascinating story that mirrored the the storm coverage that went through the weekend. You know, started last week or just what appeared to be random houses in the Boston area just exploding. Of course, they trace it back to the natural gas connection and finally determining that it was you know overpressurized gas lines. But they are investigating. But it's just one of those things where you didn't you it, it's a new thing to be concerned about, like because, yeah, you hook up to gas and you think everything's safe. And, but it's not something your house randomly exploding is not something that's generally you something you think about when you go to bed. However, these people, that is one of their now their primary concerns. Here is the NTSB chairman confirming the cause of the gas explosions. We believe that the gas did indeed flow in, into homes at significantly greater flow rates and pressure. The real question for this investigation is to answer why this occurred. Man. Hmm. But just people just totally losing their houses. You see some of the video yeah. and it's, Sorry. you just, you know, just a charred wreck and you just peer right into their basement. Terrible. You know, you know from like their pull, pull in from work in your houses and there's burned to the ground. And one of them was a firefighter helping the other families, you know, and finally he comes home, gets a call from his daughter. Dad, there's fire. She leaves the house, goes to the neighbor. By the time he gets home, his house is a total loss. Mm -hmm. We found evidence from an evidentiary dig this morning that pressure sensors that were attached to a gas line were actually attached to a gas line that was being capped off and taken out of service 
on Thursday. Don't. Oh, don't. Goodness gracious. Some of these gas lines in the Boston area are more than 100 years old. They used to run what's referred to as coal gas before natural gas came along. And and think about uh, what? That uh, uh, the entire infrastructure, whether it's the 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 water pipes. I mean, the problem in Flint, and you know, uh, it was the water in the pipes, but the pipes themselves, they don't last forever, and they have to be replaced, and it's not cheap. But now, yeah, you, ask Mo. Yeah, yeah something else. He's just to, trying to get a fire hydrant, right? <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Something else to be worried about. Here's uh, one more on the Massachusetts gas explosion. Certainly, the investigation will answer two questions. What effect, if any, did this have on the overpressure situation? And secondly, why was this sensor connected to a gas line that was being placed out of service? Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to lose their job. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not good. Nope. Um, But you hope it was more, uh, what, neglect or incompetence rather than someone meaning to do harm. Of course. Yeah. So. Well, I, don't know. I just want a new house. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to give me a new house. Well, yeah. Whatever happened sorry. to that house? Sounds a little happen. No, it's your your malfeasance <laughs> and your your screw up that led to this explosion. I don't have to be so aggressive. My house is not there anymore. You're gonna have. To, I'm sorry. Oh. Not not so aggressive. Yeah. No. I like no. where I live. Yeah. You're gonna have to clean it up and build they me a do. new house. And and I think it was a firefighter said we want to rebuild. Where, we love our neighborhood. Of course. This is where we want to live. Go socks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no ma. Uh, <laughs> Tom up. Brady. Uh, <laughs> well, we talked about uh, the settling of the bet. Both fighters dead tired, exhausted on their feet. Ten seconds to go. Uppercut for Golovkin. Who gets the last shot? Golovkin with the right hand. And it's over. Good fight. Amazing fight. Anybody talk about it? He just said amazing fight. <laughs> I was going to watch it, but I was I, so dog-tired from pickleball. I said, well, that's that. You couldn't even watch. It. Your eyeballs were tired. You couldn't watch Well, something. I'm not going to invest that uh, amount of money to fall oh, asleep. I, I did not see the fight. All I heard was great things about the fight. They said it you know, it was fantastic. And that's what you expect in a, in a middleweight. Middleweight championship. Anyway, we do have a winner. Jim won a buck. What? Your winner by majority decision and new can take it off the twenty dollars you owe me. No. <laughs> no, are you keeping track of who's owed what? I got a list. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not sure it's a clear list, but I have a list. It's going hot and heavy now. We're gonna wrap this up oh, in a couple boy. of months, so get my money back. All right. So, Swing for the fences. Mm-hmm. Uh it wasn't the uh only sporting event over the weekend. There was football and props to the Florida NFL teams. Um wish I could say the same for the Florida soccer team, Orlando City's own, the Orlando City mm. Soccer Club, Orlando City Lions Ugh. played Chicago. Bottom of the barrel, bottom the, of the barrel. They bottom were playing the, table, the worst Jim. team. It was <laughs> Orlando City and uh, Chicago. This is a battle oh, for last place Jesus. in their division. I don't think there is has been since the – we've been on board since 2010. That's right. Since the first season this team came to town, I don't think there has ever been a lower point for this team no. than it is right now. Yeah. Here are the words of their current head coach, 
right after the oh, game. I think when you look at the uh, the energy levels, I mean, there was there was certainly a lack of, of energy, um, lack of commitment. Um, and then when you look at the goals we give them, I mean, three of the four goals are, you know, really, really poor. Um, and I think at any level, when you give away three goals like that, it makes it impossible to to expect to get anything out again. So what the coach is saying, they gave up. They're not playing. Hey, it gets schizophrenic out there. On one hand, he said, geez, I don't want to get injured. You know, we're not going anywhere, you know, so mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to extend myself. And then other at other times, got, geez, I'd, I'd like to be around for next season. Mm-hmm. So you have to give it your all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's no beating around that bush. They, they stunk up a storm this season. Horrible. Unless they're just playing to get hopefully picked up by a different team. I don't know, but uh, they have a lot of questions to answer with three, six games left in the season. I think they've won one game in their past 20. Oh. 17 <laughs> losses on the season. Lots of things happening yeah. down there. Sermani, uh, you wrong. know. Tom Sermani. Not the coach for the pride anymore. And, and you could tell that was like a tough one for mm-hmm. them Good because man. the wording of the yeah. press release, they mutually agreed to part ways. They loved him. They, uh, Players loved him. Did they? Yes. Well... For the most part, with with their well, roster, just, well, with yeah, their they roster, they were expected in a nine team league with that roster not to be able to finish in the top four. It, it's kind of hard to, you know, mm. it, it's kind of hard to say. You know, let's just keep going with in the same direction. Well, you have all these uh, yeah. star players, and yeah. sometimes when you have star players, the stars want to be the stars, right? And uh, there might be a lack of uh, team effort. In the case when Kaká was here, they would play to Kaká all the time. It's like, you know, kick the ball to the good guy. You know, they would do it all the time, and he's probably saying, geez, you know, let's get uh, let's get some organization on. here. Let's pass the ball a little bit and get a little – it's a little tiring. You're always kicking the ball to me. <laughs> Who knows? All right, Jim, I got two pieces of audio for you. Are you ready to play a Mr. little Mani, game? though. I like Tom Sermonio. Yeah, he's so a nice. great guy. Just a good man. Very, very nice man. Yeah, what are we going to play? Who said it best? It's now time for everybody's favorite game. Was it a bizarre McDonald's food item? Oh. I'm going to give you a food item. You tell me if it was a McDonald's food item. Jim, you can ask your lifelines, Mo or sure. Pinkman. Okay. But you must answer. Uh, the McSalad Shaker. Is it a food item? Yes. 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 All right. The Arch Deluxe. Arch Deluxe. What do you think? Sounds like something. Yeah, else. we're going for it. Yes. Onion nuggets. Onion nuggets. No, 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 no. no. Ah, where it, was that a thing? It is a food McDonald's. item. Yeah. How about McDonald's pizza? Yes. Yes. At one time, it was. Said yes. yes. Doing well. Okay. Chicken selects. Yes. That sounds yes. like something. The hula burger. Yes. Oh. The McRadish burrito. Stop it. <laughs> that doesn't even. Yeah, sound. We're gonna go no. Yes. Wait, Jim. Jim say said yes. No, I I'll say take yes. your advice. Yes. No. Oh. we're going yes. No. Bad answer. Go with your instinct. They've all pop. been right so far. Yeah, but that wasn't, and oh, you fell lame. for it, mm-hmm. and you were just his lifeline, mm-hmm. advising your your client after he answered. Mm-hmm. Objection. You should be fired. McLobster. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fish McBites. McBites? Like, I feel like yes, but I'm not sure. No. I've heard McNugget. I don't know. No. <laughs> ah, it is. Fish McBites was a thing. Wait, is that like filet fish but pieces, small pieces? I don't know, Mo. All right, forget it. Jumpsofish. The, the McAfrica. The McAfrica. The McAfrica. 
Africa. What do you think, Pinkman? What would that even be? Uh, yes? No. Oh, wh- why not, Jim, Mo? What way are you going? Make a decision. I'm going to say no. It was McAc- Africa. Sorry, was Pink. Yes. The McStuffins. Mm. That sounds like something. <laughs> no. I don't know what that is. No, no that's Doc McStuffins. That's a kid's show. So you're saying no? Yes. We'll say no. Nope, it was. What? And oh. finally, Mick Spaghetti. Yes. Oh. Yes. It was a fake. Seven right, five wrong. No. Oh, man. All right. Finally, well, we tried. this video, we have a, a nearly a five-minute video of this. Post it on our website, realradio.fm. Click on Phillips file. Watch it all you want, but take a listen. All right. Little food bomb? Yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I know, man. All right, all right, all right. That's all right. We'll worry about that later. So, Jim, what you have here is a highlight reel mm-hmm. of all the all rights. From Mr. Matthew McConaughey from his first movie back in 1993 to 2017. And it goes in. It's almost 300. Here they come. I think they do that on purpose because of McConaughey, or does he just throw that in there and say, what the hell, you know? What's in the script, but it sounds good. I think it's just his thing now. Yeah. Like Owen Wilson saying, wow. wow. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I think it, it's close to 280, all right. I <laughs> saw the uh, new film. White with Boy Rick. He liked it. Gave it a lot of pinkies. We'll talk about that. Did he say yeah. all right in it? He did at least once. That's your audio file, then. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Don't all forget right. uh, Monday movie review upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank, thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Britain's oldest person says the secret to a long life is whiskey. Unclear if they meant drinking whiskey, bathing in whiskey, or vaping whiskey. Next, a Taco Bell employee has been fired after refusing to serve an English-speaking customer. I guess this ex-employee wasn't very good at thinking outside the bun. Finally, wealthy parents are now hiring super nannies to care for their kids and give massages. The massages are for the parents. Just for clarification. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Orlando City travels to Chi-Town to battle Chicago Fire tomorrow. Coverage begins at 4.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Elsa Poppin in Winter Park. There's a shooting incident. Uh, Rollins College is in uh, lockdown. I think of the 900 block of uh, Orange Avenue. Yes. Uh, which is what? Near what? Near the clock? Near that intersection? That crazy intersection? Yeah, I think so. Oh, the clock. That darn clock. They said uh, there the shooting may have occurred behind spats, but they're saying to avoid that area. Yeah. No spats right off Fairbanks. Yeah, I used to shoot pool there the pool all the place. time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Also same. <laughs> yeah, we were hustlers. We no, were big hustlers back that. in the day. Mm-hmm. 
things were good back then. That was before it all changed. Really? Yeah, I'm yeah. Minis- Minnesota wow. Fats, and he's Pink Fats. Domino. Oh, boy. That's good. I kind of like that. Anyway, so uh, if you're wondering why the traffic is so bundled up around that area, that's mm-hmm. why. <clears throat> well. Yeah, well, you never know. Says they're searching for a white male suspect in a gray shirt and black shorts what do you do? armed with a hair, handgun. The one who's shooting me. people. Is he shooting? shooting? Now, hold on now. Don't say, I mean. They haven't confirmed that yet. Sh- there's an active shooter. Okay. That's all we know. All right. Don't say and, shooting people if we don't know. Well, shooting something. I don't know. He's shooting. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's shooting at a cloud. Maybe he's shooting his mouth off. Oh, I, they wouldn't call that an active shooter. Not for nothing, but oh, just saying. I don't know these things. It's all right. So, yeah, yeah. that's all we know. Spats is right down the block from that sinkhole. It's, I mean, the sinkhole backs up to Spats. Oh, there's a new sinkhole. Where? It is. Oh, man, this is exciting. Here we go. Spoiler alert. It is. I'm going to tell you where. All right, tell me where. Oh, man. You're going to like this. Is it sinkhole, sinkhole, or is it just something, you know, sunk? It, it is, is it... on the campus of Stetson University. Oh, in yeah, D-Land. Take that, 25-foot oh. sinkhole opens up. Ooh, how deep. Oh, wow, yeah. that's scary. What? Mm-hmm. City engineers and geotechnical expert contacted by the university are evaluating the opening. Mm. They reported it about 9 a.m. this morning. So I saw two documentaries over the nice. weekend. Nine feet deep. One on Gilbert Gottfried. Really? <laughs> yeah. A documentary on Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Guess what the title is? Gilbert Gottfried. No, just Gilbert. Oh, oh. oh I was close. Mm. Kind of weird. He's, he's, he's a strange bird. Yeah, he looks it. He's married now. He's got two kids. Mm-hmm. I always heard. I never heard. I, you know, everybody... Well, many people know the Gilbert Gottfried on stage and the voice, of course. Voice of this and that, Affleck, yeah. Affleck commercials uh-huh. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. The voice. Well, it doesn't sound like that in person. I mean, you can say, okay, I get it. But he's really rather soft-spoken. He's, he's, there's, there's stuff going on with him. He's, I think he's carrying some baggage. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he had a, I got it. I got this idea of a father who was always on his case. Really? And he admitted he was a mama's boy. Aw. His father was a uh, handyman, nothing wrong with that, or he was superintendent of a building, and uh, I think he looked at uh, Gilbert as... A mess. Yeah. All right. But uh, filthy, 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 dirty. But a lot of comedians say, a lot of comedians say, you know, comedians hate other comedians because they never want to be upstaged by another comedian. And they say, oh, yeah, he's a great comedian, this and that. But, but they say, a lot of them said behind the scenes, comedians, not that they dislike them so much personally, but they just don't like other comedians because they never want to be upstaged by, you know, what might be considered better humor. But they say everybody loves Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Just oh, love him. I thought you were going to say everyone hated him. No, everybody <laughs> loves him. I think to a certain degree because he's a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You but, feel better uh, about your own life by comparison. Didn't he do something that was messed up? I mean, that's why yeah. they dropped him of Affleck. Yeah, he started making uh, jokes after uh, uh, 9-11. Oh, is that what it was? I thought the Affleck f- dropped him after he made a joke about the tsunami in Japan or something. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Points. No, no, he did. He was up on stage and he was doing 9-11 jokes. And some people in the audience were yelling out, too soon, because it was about... A week or two weeks after. Oh boy! And then he went into the aristoc- aristocrats uh, joke. Oof! Always <laughs> filthy. Because they were saying, you know, mm-hmm. he knew he was in a hole. 
So what he had, to, so what he decided to do apparently was get into kind of a bigger hole by telling that joke, which is a comics joke. It's never a joke that comedians right. tell on stage. It's always comics behind the scenes right. seeing who can tell the worst filthiest, aristocrats joke, right. the filthiest uh, version of it. Mm-hmm. So he told to get away from that. He started. He started into that into that rift. But you're right. He lost Affleck because of the Japanese tsunami. Started making jokes about that. Mm. Yeah, probably not the best career move. You think? But among comedians sitting around a table, there's a, it's a funny joke. The jokes. Because they, once there's a cause they dist- told them. They, no, I mean, even comedians who sat around a table that day or that the day after he told those jokes. For comedians, is is it funny? They're not thinking, well, this tragedy yesterday, you know, they, they don't operate that way. So they were retelling some of the jokes, and you could imagine if you're a comedian, say, okay, I guess that's all yeah. I get it. Want me to tell you one? Yes. I can. Oh, okay. What? <clears throat> I like the skeleton one. He didn't tell that one. It's an old classic. But he, told, he, he made a joke about losing a Japanese girlfriend. Oh, really? You wanted to? Wait, you want to tell us how that so goes? So anyway, and then I watched another documentary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he said he wasn't he wasn't worried. Yeah. Because another one would float by. So oh. anyway, so I saw this. Uh... Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, then I saw a, a, a documentary. Get this now. This is, a bo- this is as boring, you would think, and it, me describing it. But when you watch it, it was interesting. It's about... You know what a duck stamp is? No. A what? A, a duck stamp. I do not. All right, a duck stamp, from what I can gather, if you want to go hunting for waterfowl, mm-hmm. you have to buy a duck stamp. You have to have a like certificate. A license that, or something? A license. Yeah, let's call Basically. it a license. Uh-huh. So you have you buy a, buck, a, a, a duck stamp. Okay, right? I'm with you. The money that you pay for the duck stamp every year, and the stamp changes every year, but the money that you pay for the duck stamp goes to the federal government, and the federal government uses that money to buy wetlands, endangered wetlands, and, and areas where where waterfowl uh, migrate to or live. Nice. So they raise millions and millions and millions of dollars through these duck stamps that hunters have to buy, waterfowl hunters. Mm-hmm. But every year there's a contest among painters to come up with a new duck stamp. Nice. And these guys and women uh, spend months and months and months painting what they think will win. It's a competition. So they enter the their, their painting, and then a panel of experts, and they narrow it down, narrow it down, and narrow it down, and narrow it down. And then that stamp is selected for the next year to be the duck stamp. Mm-hmm. And they're not stamps that you use to mail a letter. They're right, right, commemorative right. type stamps, right. and the money that you buy that you spend on them goes for uh, the purchase of endangered uh, wetlands and stuff like that. But they say whoever wins the the competition, and these, I mean, they're absolutely gorgeous. They're beautiful pieces of artwork, almost. No, no, they, they are. They, they are. They are uh, right. artwork. Uh huh. Their lives change forever, where they all of a sudden they go from maybe a middling, not making a lot of money painter to making millions hmm. because people crave their work. And, you know, discussing it, said, oh, geez, who would want to watch that? But the artwork is <laughs> magnificent. Mm. 
And you learned something about duck called? stamps. And you learned some things about ducks. Million Dollar Duck, is that the name of the uh, That's it, film? Million Dollar Duck. Wasn't that in, in the movie Fargo? Wasn't Francis yes. McDormand's husband going for that? Yes. Point. There's a reference. To, yes, I'll give you points, even though it's nice. mentioned in the documentary, but I'll give you points. Oh, and see, see the documentary. Yeah, but he still referred to it. So I give you a point. Nice. It's yes. the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Yeah, here we go with Monday Movie Review. Michael's here. Douglas is here. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? Well, just I'm grand. Really good. Are you? Yeah. yeah. He's voting for Mondale and Ferraro, apparently. Yeah. Imagine what a different world we would live in. Exactly. You never know. I know. It could have gone either way, yeah. No, I'm I'm really great. I breathed through my left nostril for the first time in over 40 years I'm, today. What? Wow. Yes. Did you have something done? Well, I'm going to that myofascial release, you know, with the doctor of Chinese medicine. That sounds yeah, dirty. Natalie Dolan. No. Myofascial she, release. And Will they I, stick a needle someplace and all of a sudden you could breathe? Well, it's in combination with acupuncture. She does acupuncture, but myofascial releases where she just pulls and holds and it breaks these synapses in your head that are attached to things that shouldn't be like the ligaments in chicken, you know? And I've been going for the vertigo and I just happened to, I don't know how we got on the subject. I mentioned that um, I had broken my nose as a kid and from that day till this, I've never breathed through my left nostril. No kidding. She says, at all? And I said, no. And I showed her how... Closed my left, yeah. my right one, and I couldn't uh, breathe uh. at all. And she said, well, and she puts her hands on my face, and she pulls a certain way. She goes, can you breathe now? And it was, I could breathe. What? Oh, my God. Like, that must have felt it terrific. Literally. And, and so then she did it some more, did it some more, did it some more. She said, it won't last for a long time the first time. But then she stopped and did other things. And for about 15 minutes for the first time in my adult life, I was breathing through my well, left nostril. Did she nostril. tell you or show you how you can do it to she yourself? Did. She absolutely did. And oh, she, wow. And she said she believes that within a, if I would do it every day, that in a couple of weeks I'll be breathing normally. And that that's probably a, uh, that is probably the number one factor why I keep getting vertigo because I have a lack of oxygen getting to my brain because I'm only breathing through one nostril. Why'd you break your nose? Baseball? Football? No, I was watching two adult na- neighbors have a fist fight. Oh, my. And, cool. And, I, and as the crowd gathered around him, I sort of got knocked forward just as this grown man, I was about eight, was pulling his arm back to throw a punch and his elbow hit me in the nose and broke it and gave me two huge black eyes. Did the fight come to an end? Usually that'll yes. happen to the kid. Yeah, gets yeah. oh my God, I was crying and blood. And yeah, only, oh, time, yeah, only yeah. time I ever went to the emergency room as a child. That's good news though. I mean, man, yeah, it's crazy. And I literally, I can literally sit here and do it to myself. And while I'm holding it, make I, I, I'm breathing through my nose. Here, I thought it was some sort of a, a bro- some sure. something broken permanently from the thing, and it's just that fascia, which is what she releases. It's a medical breakthrough. Fascia goes through, huh. attaches to scar tissue, so that's all it was. Hmm. And she's thinking this may be the end of my bouts of vertigo, which I've been prone to all my adult life as well. Well, God knows what's going to happen now that more oxygen is going to be going to your brain on a regular basis. <laughs> Maybe that's what's been holding you back this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Might be a better writer, yeah. a better actor, yeah. a better director. Yeah. I know. I have no creativity. So oh, my Maybe this gosh. will release some. Yeah. 
So but it is, I was like, I am so tickled. Like, and I kept saying to her, I can't. Like I couldn't contain. Did you give her a big hug. Mike, I did. Well, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a hugger, but I would too. If yeah. I finally could breathe through two nostrils. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a little thing, but when you don't breathe, it's, oh, I know, you right? Know, yeah. It's somehow a bigger thing. Oh, so, so were you a mouth breather? Huh? I guess Mark? a lot, and that's why and then I you snore, and, and, and then you don't sleep I have well, and sleep apnea, and that, she said right? that's probably because of that too, and whatnot, and mm-hmm. you know, this back in the a whole new day when, yeah. when, absolutely, back in that you know one summer when I was all into ginseng, pretty soon stuff, the, yeah. Well, the one summer I did cocaine, um, people what? would always get upset <laughs> with me. They'd hold the thing up to my nose, and I'd breathe in, and it wouldn't really go up that one, and then it would fall uh. off the. Key or whatever, and oh, yeah, 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 kind yeah. of a, like a Woody uh, Allen move. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I hear it's quite into the boxes. It's really, why I yeah. gave it up? I was too embarrassed that I couldn't <laughs> couldn't just take it with it and whatever nostril they put it. Yeah, you guys get to the movies. Well, I did. I did. What'd did you, you see? I, I saw Crazy Rich Asians. So did, uh, I, so uh, did uh, I. Oh, I read the book. Uh huh. It's been out for a while, so we didn't. I, oh, yeah, I, I the, felt the bad bu- about the book. The book is. Borderline chick lit. Yeah. Mm. But I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. still enjoy it. I can't believe they're people that rich and they say they're all. Yes, I Singapore. can't believe the money they spent on this movie. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the party scenes and they're, stuff are just these, cuckoo. These party scenes are, are so ostentatiously produced and extravagant that each and every one of them must have cost them millions of dollars to create. And there must be. 300 aerial shots in this movie of different oh yeah types and then and they're at the most amazing locations and locales and stuff and they're dripping in that fashion. infinity pool it, uh, on the top of Jesus that three-tiered God. thing at the end must have just yeah there, there's this building that is three huge towers but on top of it it's connected by one long rooftop bridge yeah and on it is an infinity pool that stretches over the length of the three towers. i mean it's real there's a real place. <laughs> They're different than we in, are, um, rich people. Singapore. And these are super rich people. These are not yeah. just, I mean, exactly. many yeah. levels above what we think is, mm-hmm. as rich. Yeah. Right. You liked it, though? I did like it. It was funny. I, I, people kept telling me how hysterical it was, no, but I mean, even though it wasn't hysterical, it was still cute and funny, and it was great, I thought. It was funny, and it was well done, and it it could have been really trite. And it wasn't. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, like you thought the book bordered on, like could have really veered that way and been like only a movie women could right. enjoy, straight women. Sorry, Mo. And, um, but <laughs> it, it was better than that. Yeah. Some eye candy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Some nice looking guys. The Melissa yeah. McCarthy movie was funnier with the puppets. Is but, everyone in uh, the uh, movie Asian? Yes. Just about. Yeah. Been reading that story about that Asian actress. What's her name? Ling Ling Bing Bing. What you know? Stop what I'm talking it. about? That's no, it's, it's a like, Bing Bing something. Yeah, it's like Ten yeah, Bing Bing. It really yeah, is Ten Bing Bing. Yeah. And nobody's. She's been in all these movies. She's a model for really high end uh, perfumes and 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 uh, and uh, handbags yeah. and things okay. like that. What's her name? Fan Bing Bing. Fan Bing Bing. Fan yes. Bing Bing. Fan Bing Bing. What about her? I mean, she's, she's all over missing. the place. Oh. I mean. But they haven't, yeah, they haven't heard from her in about a month. Oh, they think the government has has taken her into custody because there's some kind of conflict over her contracts, where she may have been uh, lying about how much money she was getting paid for a particular movie. That's Apparently, right. they don't oh. like that. Yes, oh. you're not allowed Chinese. to lie about yeah. your stuff. 
She's absolutely drop dead gorgeous, but she's she's in one of the recent uh, what do you call them movies where the, all the superheroes, Avengers. It's one of them. Hmm. Yeah. And I wouldn't know her, but yeah. nobody can find Ten Bing Bing. Bing Bing. Fan Bing. Or Bing Bing. Have they no. done an Amber Alert? Fan Bing Bing. No. But it's, is she in the U.S. or is she over in Asia? She's in China. In China nobody knows. Nobody oh, knows okay. where she is. But they think that the government has taken into custody and maybe in one way sending a message out to the rest of you know the world whether they're in business commerce or in entertainment have they checked, we have an eye on you have they checked the uh ping pong parlors the, Wait, what, what, they, yeah, the, what, the laundry <laughs> nets where you can see them where they spit on your shirt right. before they iron it is she pearl diving somewhere yeah. she's probably at sea world seriously yeah, of course oh my Thank god you. that's so rude mm-hmm. seriously so rude the lead guy she didn't know what to do after he, Winnie's closed. I mean, what? Right? Oh, listen. Yeah, exactly. You probably not recognize her underwater, so that's why she... Oh, yeah. for God's sake. Does anyone else think this is super wrong? Or is it just me? It is no, super no, wrong, but it's still so funny. Yeah, wrong, it's funny. You know, you know how comedians wrong. are. <laughs> no, how Sorry. are they? You know, the Gilbert they don't Godfrey. Think about those kinds yeah. of things. Okay. So anyway, what's so uh, crazy rich Asians? Three and a half. Three and triangles. Three and a half. Three and a half. Doug says, oh. go see it. One time he gave, he gave more than me. It's that lead guy's first movie ever. Yeah. Is it what? The yes. lead? Really? That's the and you're getting a three? A good solid three, yeah. Yeah. Michael uh, Michael says. A little more conservative. Yeah, okay. All right. Go yeah. see it. It's nowhere near a four, but I'm giving it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Right, good enough. You're partial to Asian. Because huh? he's partial yeah. to Asians. Let's say, just be of honest. Course, exactly. right? That's a rice that's... queen. Oh, that's wrong. That's, no, that's a derogatory term. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. you're saying that this <laughs> woman's at SeaWorld. Really, that's fine. Yeah, incredibly. But now it's not okay? Incredibly derogatory. Oh, here we go. Say yeah, that. you got to say. Oh, oh, my God. God. You can't. I mean, it, it, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I can. will not be able to right. walk through the Mills 50 District tomorrow. Yeah. You just can't say things like that anymore. I'm going to have to go somewhere else for my pedicure. Go somewhere else for your pedicure. This is just getting really into some territory that's not going to work oh, out. Oh, somewhere. no. Listen, it was the queen no. part that was offensive, not the Asian. Oh, yeah, 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 it was on the right. All right, let me take a little break. And please. Huh, i got to settle a couple of things before it truly gets out of hand. <laughs> oh, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. From the- Back to Monday Movie Review with Michael and Douglas. Once again, Doug, they both reviewed the movie after seeing the movie uh, Crazy Rich Asians. And Michael gave it three pink triangles, and Douglas gave it three and a half. Wow. Joyable. For the, uh, it's enjoyable. For the skin factor. There were a lot of shots of Asian men with no shirts on. There was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That made you Lots. smile. That did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys. It's fine, but take okay. As it comes, yeah. you know. Oh, but they spoon-feed it up specifically for that factor. I mean, what? they are. What do you mean? What does that oh, mean? there's a shower. They're, they're there's doing a lovely it for shower the sex scene. appeal yeah. thing of it. I mean, they... They're That's making fine. a point of having a lot of men with no shirts on through the women? whole movie. Uh, Are there women in half dress? Or no. no. Oh, There's those no. slinky dresses when they go. No, their they big, knew what they yeah, were doing. They, big, knew, uh, they knew the movie. It, it, the, the movie leans toward women and romance people, and they thought, "Well, we got to hit another demographic. Let's go for gay men." Well, you don't think women want to see Asian men with only you know, half? They, but they, oh, yeah. but they already have them. They're, they're already built, coming. Too. They're built. They're built. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What about you? You sent that thing the other day from Australia, the men, the thunder from down under. I did not. And said thank you, ladies, on your post. No. Yes. What? Well, I saw it on your 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 page. I mean, they really fit. I mean, like Bruce Lee fit. Oh, more fit. More. More fit than Bruce Lee. Nobody's more fit than Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You can't be. He said I six pack. And, and they might not have the stamina of Bruce Lee, but they they look yeah. They got the six pack aesthetically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. If yeah. not an eight pack, there's no uh-huh. body fat with the, at all. Uh, rails. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't understand how that's that. I never had when I was young and thin. And that, that, that thing, the V? Yeah, the yeah. V, the what? Forget it. Un- unattainable. Yeah. On your best day, never? Yeah. Never. No. Sorry. Never. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm. Those even, people don't eat french fries. Yeah. Never. Uh, yeah. What? How can you live? Yeah. How do you, what? what? How, do you ha- well, how can you live? No, yeah. It's all protein. That's the end of the right. Yeah. yeah. It's all protein. They're not eating carbs. Right. But they have rice? No die. coffee, yeah, ice cream, no bit. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know Jesus. we got rice. So you know you go to you get you a get big, a big plate of fried of... rice. Oh, yeah. that's rice. That's good for you. Yeah, uh-huh. you get a little ball of rice uh-huh. and some no. protein, and they're good to go. Uh, <laughs> Listen to me, the, and they're good to they, go. Those people, Jim. Uh-huh. Come on, please. Hey, those people. I'm not eating yeah. cauliflower pizza. Sorry. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> people say cauliflower makes great mashed potatoes, but that's gross too. Because it's the new thing. Yeah, cauliflower's on everything. They were just talking about today at the place i was at the, why getting my why treatment. would you eat that why would anybody yeah, they that. said it was horrible they said it tastes like pizza crust made out of puck right <laughs> oprah's new frozen one is like a third well it's so like most said you know they make uh, they make to... uh, mashed potatoes out of cauliflower, cauliflower. Yeah. oh this wow. is just as good as mashed potatoes no no, no it's not no it's not no you're it wrong. tastes like mashed cauliflower <laughs> yes. yeah but it gives you the same consistency maybe or yeah. something yeah, well, it's not work. sure no, thank you doesn't work douglas you have any trivia for us james okay what do you got Putting my glasses on for the listeners. All right. <laughs> to children's television, which of Mr. Rogers' friends lived in a clock? Oh, what was... Blamo. Uh, Pinkman. Yes. Prince Friday. No. Damn it. Jack the Owl. No. Daniel Tiger. Oh, oh Daniel, Tiger. Daniel Tiger. He was the one that let children know it was okay movie. to be shy. Oh. What are the first two words in the Sesame Street theme song? Oh, what are you Moira. What? I said Moira. my name first. Oh. How rude. Jeez, don't get too Anybody. Sunny, Sunny day. day. Sunny day is correct. Oh my God. I knew. You I just people, wasn't answering because I, I was a Muppet. Flags I I on the U.S. flag. <laughs> what is the blue field behind the stars called? Mm. Wansi. The yes. blue field behind the stars. No. <laughs> That's it's a, right. It's a oh. general flag term. Oh. oh. The um, patch. The it's not. The corner. The square. It's the canton. Oh. oh. Who could forget the canton? What Pacific Northwest state flag has a beaver on it? Moira. Yeah. Moira. Oregon. Oregon is correct. 90s TV in 1998. What Saturday afternoon sports show ended its 37-year run? Jim, Wild World of Sports. That's correct. In 1996, nice. what daytime talk show ended its 26-year run? the Phil Donahue. That's correct. So. 90s music. Who founded Death Row Records in 1991? Hangman. Shug Knight is correct. Mm. Sports. What divides a hockey rink in half? What does a hockey rink? A big black line. Big red line. A big red line. The red line, it's called. In 1997, Violet Palmer became the first woman to do what in the NBA? 1997. Jack, hit a three-pointer. No. In the Uh, NBA. Oh, NBA? NBA? Yes. National Basketball? What? Oh. Yes. Assistant coach? No. Coach? No. Trainer? She was the first... Female ref in the NBA. Oh. Points. Superhero words. Yeah. Now meaning a secret identity. What two-word term from the Latin originally meant trusted friend? What? Now meaning a secret identity. What two-word term for the from the Latin originally meant trusted friend? I want us to get this, Jim. I know. How about know. alias or something? No. No. Um, um, uh, 
Clark Kent is Superman's alter ego. Alter ego is correct. What term for a villain's minion or underling once meant a Highland chief's right-hand man? Pinkman. Pinkman. Henchman. Henchman is correct. Good job, Pinky. The spices in Starbucks pumpkin spice latte topping include cinnamon, clove, ginger, and what other... Allspice? No. Pinkman, nutmeg. Nutmeg. Poison. Poison. Pinkman's on the dogs. Nutmeg is poison. Yeah. Oh. A Boys. huge hit this summer. What is the name of Hannah Gatsby's special? Jim, Moira. Nanette. Nanette is correct. Uh-oh, John Legend soon. got the EGOT status Sunday. What is EGOT? Moira. Moira. It's an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. 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 That's said that's for that. I it wasn't me. me. Oh, yeah, everybody's shaggy now. All of a sudden. <laughs> Good one, Mo. <laughs> oh, okay. I think he's going to get another one tonight. Who? Shaggy? No. Oh, John Legend. John Legend. <laughs> You're watching, but you don't have a lot of time. How's the play going? I, I'm rehearsing, but I, I've, I've, I've got it taped. Um, good, Jim. Good. Well, now that I can read, uh, we're, we're, we're plugging along. Jeez, you can read. You got a both nostrils. And he can breathe out both noses. You have to change your Jogging. voice when it comes to Oscar Wilde. I mean, what are you going to yes. do now? The love that dare not speak its name in this century. Are you? Are you? You sound like you're less nasal to me. Really? Huh? You sound like you're less. Na- I am less nasal. Less nasal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Smashing. Smashing. Very yeah. good. The Very Germans good. are here. 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 Oh, that here. mustache. You're here. Okay. <laughs> it is. Over the top now, boys. Good luck. <laughs> It is in this century misunderstood, so misunderstood it may be called the love that dare not speak its name, and on account of it, I am placed where I am today. When, when is this going to start? Chills. I when I know. when, when does that? it begin? Yeah, when does it begin? Uh, a week from Saturday, the uh, 29th of September, Jim. It's, uh, uh, the th- it's Gross Indecency, the three trials of Oscar Wilde. And tickets are available on we'll Eventbrite. We'll bring part of the script in uh, next week, and we'll you know, just run through a couple of lines. With you, with someone else? Of course, speaking? with yeah. me. Oh, yes. No. yes, all right. Seriously. Jim fashions himself as a thespian. Oh, remind me, someone. I am a yeah. thespian. I've been doing this for 30 years. Oh, I know boy. you do those. Right. Mo- do, you do you still do the movie things with, with what's shot? Yeah. face? Of on? course, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. It's my favorite part yeah. of the Last week. week. Uh, what? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I enjoy that. What a for, for here. Oh, my God. God. I enjoy that so now, much. I, uh-huh. What did you do last week? Last week he sang. He was Russ Tamblin. He was. From West Side Story. He was. Great. He was snapping and everything. And he sang, When You're a Jet, You're a Jet All the Way. Terrific, though. It was horrendous. Oh, my God. The Jimmy's. It was horrific. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, he's always so chuffed, pleased with himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got to give him credit, man. Just... He jumps right in. There's no hesitation oh, no. Yeah. whatsoever. As bad as he is, he, he is just terrible, yeah, but yeah. He owns oh, it. My owns God. it. Douglas, what are you up to? Jim, I'm happy to announce that <laughs> trivia's back every Wednesday. Oh, Congratulations, oh, Douglas. Thank you. Now, I'm out of town this Wednesday because I didn't know about it, but um, I'm uh, headed up to New York for a weekend. But um, I'm starting the. Twenty-sixth, I'm back full time Wednesday evening. Hamburger Marys at Hamburger Marys doing the trivia. It's crazy popular and good. Fan, a seven-year mm-hmm. uh, run we've had, and it's fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Right. Great drink specials. You can get drunk and be home by ten o'clock. Don't you get something if the train goes by? No, not anymore. <laughs> oh damn it! Well, they used to do half Too price, many trains, half price 
uh, tequila, but now oh, tequila's sure. half price. So oh, see, right. why yeah. bother? You don't need it's to wait for the train. Either yeah, either way. Right, exactly. Right. Well, they were doing it, and then they started Sunrail, and it started coming a little too oh. often. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not true because you know the Sunrail stops at eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Can't thank you. Convenient. Thank you very much. Thank you for a Monday movie review. Thanks thank you, sir. Me. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Gonna check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A healthcare company in England is under some fire after putting up ads that say beware the baby trap. Use a condom. Is the condom not technically the baby trap? Asking for a friend. Next. Speaking of people that didn't give up their lifestyle for kids, a middle-aged couple in the United Kingdom is obsessed with trans raves. Sounds like raves are the new Facebook. Finally, a 2,000-pound bull recently escaped a veterinary clinic to avoid circumcision. I'd imagine if human babies were 2,000 pounds, they would try to escape also. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to see Matthew McConaughey say alright 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 at realradio.fm. And transmission. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, thanks to uh, Clear One Sports Center and Mustard Seed for putting on a great pickleball tournament that oh, we were so part fun. of Saturday. Of course, uh, here at Real Radio, those of us who play were the walking wounded. <laughs> and uh, But it was a lot of fun. It's a great game, by the way. If you've never played it, you can stop by uh, Clear One Sports Center, get an idea. Or if you're into table tennis and badminton, they got courts all over the damn place. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Enjoyed that a lot. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. Dave's on the line. I have no. Oh, Dave's the backup. What, I, what happened we, to the competitor? I think we lost him. Well, oh, then, Dave, no. you're in good luck, Dave. Because Anthony. whether you win or lose, even if you lose against me, you still pick up a prize. Nice. That's the way it works when the initial competitor drops off. Dave. All right. You go, so Dave. don't take it too seriously. I'll head to the soundproof booth. What's the prize? Oh, uh, Jim, wait till you hear about the prize. Go, Pinkman. Yes, that is a pair of tickets, <laughs> VIP style, to Deland Bacon and Brewfest on Woo! Saturday, September 29th, sponsored by Renewal by Anderson and Gasolina. VIP includes one-hour early access, special bacon-infused buffet lunch, VIP woo! tent access, woo, woo! commemorative mug, woo, unlimited brewery <laughs> samples, woo, Bloody Marys, woo, water and soda, woo, and one free sangria party in a pouch from Gasolina, woo. <sighs> That's a lot going on. And Dave, I have a feeling if you hang in there, you're going to be a winner. Let's get him on board. Hello, Dave. How are you doing today? Doing good, sweetheart. Still. Ready to play? Yeah. Show me your jazz hands. What? That's the name of the category from Brad, co producer for All Gaming. We're talking about all time jazz greats here in reference to jazz hands, the gesture that Moyer was just doing in the studio. Yeah, you put for your hands out you... like fives and yeah. just. Psh- for those of you scoring at home. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? You know a lot about jazz, Dave? I, I know some. Really? I, I, play, I play a little trombone. 
Oh, oh, look out. Nice humble brag there. All right, ready to go? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. You can't talk scat without mentioning Ella Fitzgerald. How many Grammy Awards over her 59-year career? 14. Duke Ellington had the best-known orchestral unit in history of jazz. He passed away in 1974 but was awarded a special posthumous Pulitzer Prize for music. What year was that? Oh, Pulitzer Prize for music. Let's go uh, 64. Satchmo, that's Louis Armstrong, is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We all remember his pop single, Hello, Dolly. What year was it released? Hello, Dolly. Let's see. Let's, let's go uh, 66 on that. Count Basie and his orchestra appeared in several movies, including Blazing Saddles, that was released in this year. Oh, that has to be about... Uh, you can't talk Utah jazz without mentioning Hall of Famer Carl Malone. How old is the mailman? How old is Carl? Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, boy. Uh, we, well, I guess we got to go. Uh, let's go 78. Okay, time. 78 on that. Went off the rails on the last one. Going to put you on hold, Dave. Not even going to stop the clock because I don't think that's going to be a factor today. No. Woo! Uh, no. All right, I'm going to write down his Woo! time. But he wins either way, right? He, well, well oh, yeah, he wins alert. either way. Yeah, he's got nothing to lose here. Well, this is for whether Jim gets to count a win or a loss. Yeah, so that's true. it does still mean everything to Jim. Mm hmm. Now, he's kind of taking his time moseying back into the that's studio. because he can't walk any faster. We're going to chalk that one up to pickleball. That is pickleball related, <laughs> yeah. You okay over there? No, I'm not. Oh, boy. Ready to play? Think yeah. you're ready for this competition? I'm always ready for this. Oh, yeah. You might not be ready for pickleball, but... Still on 32 losses? Closest to the pin. Yes. What are you going to do? Oh, boy. You're playing against Dave. Yeah. Show me your jazz hands. What? From Brad. <sighs> like this. We're talking about all-time jazz greats. Thanks, Brad. Oh, like uh, Dave Brubeck. Or something. Take five. John Coltrane. Jim. Don't ruin it. I'm a Jamal. You tell me when you're done, and we'll begin. We'll begin uh, the game. Mention science. You done? Yeah. What else you got? Are you finished, young man? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yeah, okay. All time jazz greats. Jim, think jazz. Ready to go? We'll begin in three, two, one. You can't talk scat without mentioning Ella Fitzgerald. How many Grammy awards over her 59 year career? Uh, 25. Duke Ellington had the best-known orchestral unit in the history of jazz. He passed away in 1974, but was awarded a special posthumous Pulitzer Prize for music. What year was that? 1980. Satchmo, that's Louis Armstrong, is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We all remember his pop single, Hello, Dolly. Mm. And what year was it released? Uh, 1966. Count Basie and his orchestra appeared in several movies, including Blazing Saddles. That was released in this year. 1974. You can't talk Utah jazz without mentioning Hall of Famer Carl Malone. Yeah. How old is the mailman? He's 45. <laughs> Got your time, Jim, adding uh, 15 seconds onto it to make it interesting. Um, I'm going to add 20 seconds onto your time. Now, I'm going to add oh, 25 boy. seconds on the oh, air time. Oh, boy. You don't care? 
Uh, whatever you want to do. I'm going to add 26 seconds on to your time. And it still won't matter. <laughs> now you're within a second. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Dave's winning. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, Jim. This is really, Dave gets surprised. This is all to see if you get the win or a loss on your beautiful record for 2018. That's yeah. true. Might be mm-hmm. the best year you've ever had at closest to the pin with only 32 losses this far into the year. Let's see how it goes. Ella Fitzgerald, how many Grammy Awards? Uh, she was referred to as the First Lady of Song, Queen of Jazz, Lady Ella. How many Grammys in her career? Dave said. 14. Jim. 25. On the money. 14. No. Double points for Dave. Look out. How Phillips is that? on the rope. Uh-oh. He says he knows a little about jazz. He plays the trombone. Okay. Duke Ellington. Uh, Jim had to receive he died in 74 mm. so got a pulitzer prize for music after his death you did say posthumously but dave got confused and he said it happened in 1964 oh boy uh, before jim, he died uh and then jim said 80 99 jim gets the point okay wrote more than a thousand compositions mm-hmm. dave leads two to one over jim right now it's time for yeah, this is old school jazz hello that's his best imitation ever. Sign ear. Thank you. Oh, well, that's also a good one. Sign ear. You're right. No. <laughs> Satchel in Boston. Mm-hmm. Hello, Dolly. What year? Uh, Anthony said. Uh, oh, no, Dave said. Dave said and uh, uh, Jim both said 66. Did they both say 66? Yes. 1964. Ooh. Ooh, they each get points. However, uh, Dave Lee. I got to cross out Anthony's name, so I stopped saying Dave. Uh, Dave leads three to two over Jim. All right, but what about Count Basie? This is a jazz slash movie question. Movie questions in Jim's wheelhouse. Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles starts off this show every single day. A drop from that movie. What year was the movie released? Dave said seventy-five. Jim you lose seventy-four on the money. Seventy-four. Double points for Jim. He knew it. Now he leads four to three. Okay. Game over, Dave. No, it's not uh, over no, yet. There's one more. It is now. More. Watch this. <laughs> Jim, you know your NBA basketball? No. And I asked you, did you know this was an NBA basketball question? I had no idea. The Utah Jazz Hall of Famer Carl Malone. How old is the mailman? Mm-hmm. How old is the mailman? A retired basketball player. Uh-oh. Dave said. 78. Jim. What? 45. Yeah, he's 54. Jim is closer. Jim wins the game. Oh, Dave, you pick up the prize anyway, but it's because you were the backup. Uh, nice try, nice but work, buddy. just not quite good I'm enough. Oh, boy. I am the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. Yep. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, oh, golly. and closest to the pin. I win. Yeah. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Clark Terry. Oh, you what? Oh, boy. Carl Malone averaged 25 points per game over his 18-year career. No Chet Baker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ow. No Dizzy Gillespie. That's what I've always said. Got that right. No oh, Dizzy Gillespie. No, no doubt about it. Man. Mm-hmm. Got that right. Thanks once again to uh, Mustard Seed and Clear One Sports Center. That was a lot of fun on Saturday. Pickleball. Except for the pain afterwards. Ow. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. I think if you, you know, once you play, you're in shape. It's a great game. Well, yeah. I mean, we had a lot of fun playing. It was just, the, you know, sore muscles afterwards. But 
Hope we raise some, and boy, some dough from mustard seed to Central Florida. I don't know if group. I was nervous or whatever, but I was perspiring like a fountain. I mean, sweating like crazy. Well, not per- as much as me. I just uh, you're you're really bad. My Florida Gator visor soaked, absolutely soaked. You're really bad. Yeah. Just the inaugural, inaugural, yeah. inaugural, right? The first mm-hmm. real radio pickleball palooza. You know what that means? There might be another. Oh yeah. Oh. If I don't know, got a year to. Get the soreness out. Yeah. <laughs> really? People are doing a lot That's of fetching. Yeah. I could play that. Like... Somebody's on your case all the time. All right. At least you didn't have a guy falling down. My guy this was guy like, was about ready to fall down. My guy was falling down. He face planted about a dozen times. Or just, do- he <laughs> dove for the ball and he just. Oh, was like... he close? I mean, was it nice try? Do you were doing one of those? Or like, what are you doing? A little of both. Did you say, hey, bud? Relax, it's for charity. I did, finally. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want... I, I did. I don't want a partner who's on crutches. I said, it's okay. It, if you, But he was so excited at the beginning and starstruck that he was playing with all the people from Real Radio that he was giving it his all 155% and diving. And, oh my, I felt so bad for poor Travis. He was... I, I thought he was going to hurt himself. But he should bounced, be nicer to him. He bounced right back up. He was probably... If you think we were bruised, he had to be bruised. Because he was on the yeah, ground. I, I don't know where that came from. Oh, might have been the night before. Did your partner hit you? Did your guy like? Did he reach back and whop you right? No, in the, no, no, no. Came whop. close a couple of times. Oh, see. Because I'm a lefty, so you do that. You're you not know, sure about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Yep. Yellow ball, white ball. Oh yeah. Like what? Come on. We were very bummed out the first couple games. We played yellow ball, and then we all played of a sudden, yellow ball. I like the yellow ball. It's got a little bit of bounce to and it. Then and then you, you got a little to, white ball, and the white ball goes, you know, it's it just like, dies. Yep. Like Jim, deflate gate. It's true. Uh, for a good portion of the afternoon, there had been a lockdown at Rollins College uh, with a gunman on the loose in the Winter Park area. Pinkman has the latest on that. What do you have? Uh, Winter Park PD says Rollins lockdown has been lifted, but they're asking people to avoid the area around Orange and Denning until further notice. Oh, boy. I think they're still looking for the guy. They don't have him. Correct. Uh-oh. Oh, sir, the clock. Yeah, see? I told you. Orange and Denning. Mm-hmm. You know where, like oh, that that's weird. Up, that's closer. Right there that's where near Rollins the uh, dry cleaners. Yeah, and the interior decorator. Mm-hmm. No, wait a minute now. Orange and Denning. Yeah, orange. Is and it near Denning. the? Is it near the uh, the crazy intersection with the clock, or is it up near the uh, the RV sales and the uh, and the dry cleaner? What does he look like? Google Maps to you? Bring it up. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't Sat- know satellite mode. <laughs> Yeah, so people know where to go. That That's go. a dangerous, Wait, dangerous intersection. It is the crazy intersection where Minnesota runs across. Mm-hmm. They probably know. saw the clock and went nuts. Really? Doesn't old fit. Timey... <laughs> Doesn't fit here. <laughs> I've been yakking about that clock ever since they put it up. That petticoat junction clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking around, oh, there must be a saloon around here. Or maybe, <laughs> uh... This is 2018, <laughs> people. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit Where's the livery stable? It's an old-timey thing, Jim. I know it's an old-timey thing, but there's nothing old-timey about that intersection. No. I'm still trying to find out who's responsible for that damn They clock. thought it was, it was, uh, it, it reminded them of days gone by, you know. Not sure. I need some uh, new shoes for my horse. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you tell me where I should go yonder to. <laughs> oh, boy. Pardon, mister. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a sack of flour and some seed and take it back to the homestead. No. 
Oh, I don't it. think that clock's working again. It's a four-faced clock. Well, so no matter where you're coming at to the intersection, you can see it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should be able to yeah, see well, it. Yeah, but yeah. I think one of the faces, it's off by several hours. It happens all the time, it seems. I don't know if it's run electronically. or I don't think it's when where somebody with Winter Park has to go there every day or every week and wind it up. I think they might, yeah. Designated clock winder. Well, they should at least go by there on a daily basis to see if it's selling the right time. Other okay. than that. People are asking Denning and what? I'm sorry. Orange. Denning, Denning and, and Orange. Right down from the Vespa store. So anyway, the police are asking saying. you to stay away from the area. Mm-hmm. Maitland SWAT was on scene. What? Hightailing it to Fairbanks, according to Real Mobile 77031. Our trusted news source. I've got to go through there. Standard data. Home. No, you don't have to go that way. I'm going through there. They're asking you not to go that way. Go the, the other way. Intersection. You can't no, take you a right on right at that way. intersection, all right? Jim, you got to go a different way. There's no other way. There's plenty of ways. Only one way in, only one way I'm out. going in. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Make you a bet I can get That's through there tonight. Uh, Ooh. Jim, through that uh, intersection. Texters uh, asking questions. Ryan asking about keywords. We're not doing uh, our keywords for the last contest have now are over. Next week, we will have a new contest for you, but this week, no keywords. Mm. Also, someone else says, looks like Bo was playing Santa Claus for much of the pickleball match. What does that mean? Oh, I played him yeah, in the Santa first Claus game. Was the nice Santa guy. was, yeah, he's a very uh, formidable opponent, Santa. Guy came up to me uh, at the pickleball tournament and said, you know, what is it with that clothes that you have? Not clothes, but you're closing to your, to your oh, program. Yes. Uh-huh. So what does that all mean? What, uh, what, you know, I've been trying to figure that out. What does it all mean? I said, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It was just a way to close out the program. It's just, just like, you know, I didn't want to say, well, okay, that's it. Goodbye. Well, so I just no. came up with this riff. But this everything is, means something. Yeah, every, yeah individually, they right. things. Not really. Eat some ants was from your trip to Mexico, yeah, okay, where you yeah. ate ants. Yes. Uh, buy your books with cash was when the Patriot Act came in. Oh, I mean, true. we could trace all of them. They all grin have like some. a dog. Grin like a dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, grin like a dog before you joined the program. Yeah, pound your conch. Another one. Yeah, what's exactly. that all about? That's yeah, how you, the conch meat, you have to pound the conch meat to make it tender not, so you get, it's, it's edible. Otherwise, it's rubbery oh, as all Oh, no wonder. How can I have to tell you this stuff? You did it before I was here. I have a lot on my mind. <laughs> Do you really? But I'll tell you something right now, and we're uh, not going to talk about it again until oh boy. a couple of days before my last program. Okay. Uh-huh. And that's the closing music. Okay. okay. Ooh. So just... Exciting. Remember that. Remind me. The closing oh, I'm, I'm, music. I'm making a note. Yeah, the closing music to this program. All right, make a note. I got a note written. The last week or a couple Looks of like days before the last program, just say, oh, Jim, you remember you wanted to talk about blah 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 The closing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Got it. What is it with that blah 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 It's the Phillips File. Stephen Kramer right around the corner on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 12th Monday, meaning Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, drops by to chit and chat about various things, the law, or maybe things that he's watching on TV or reacting to things that I'm thinking about. Hello, counselor. Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm all right. You know, what did you think of the Manafort uh, plea deal? 
I mean, you called it. The timing, timing was the off. The timing worked out such that I was able to make money. So I like that. I like earning that dollar in that uh, gentleman's bet. Right. But ultimately, you called that right. The question is, does he have any relevant information? Is he going to be able to contribute anything to the investigation? Is this a huge win or not? You know, it may just need him to, to confirm things. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I just don't know that he's going to be able to be the type of cooperative witness that's going to make a difference. But time will tell. I mean, it may be we. The problem is nobody knows the cards that Mueller is holding. Does Correct. he have? You know, does he have nothing or does he have something? I don't think he has nothing. Well, nobody knows though. Uh, the only thing anybody knows is his outfit doesn't leak. No. They won't even tell you where they go to get their lunch. What? No, it's true. New York Times ran a story. They won't tell you anything. Really? That's you discipline. Go to, so where, are you, where are you getting your lunch today? They won't speak to you. Mm. They won't say anything. Wow. That's leak proof. That is discipline. Mm-hmm. It's tighter than a crab's ass. Oh, boy. That's airtight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> One of my favorite. Blue crab, lines. king crab, yeah. dungeness crab, mm, snow crab, all crab, airtight. Just Stone leave crab? it alone. It's you know, it's just just, just take the line and use the line. So what else? What yeah. about this deal with Judge Kavanaugh? Yeah, the woman know, uh, who's I come forward sent a letter to uh, mm-hmm. to Congress. Said she, uh, while in high school, she was uh, attacked mm-hmm. by then um, fellow high schooler, a prep school uh, student. Mm-hmm. Uh, now is the uh, the um, being nominated to the Supreme Court. I have mixed emotions. I, I'm not quite sure how to handle this. Maybe you have. Maybe you can steer me in the right direction. I, I think. I it's mean, a- there are a lot of things. I mean, I'm you know, on one hand, look, I am not by any means putting my stamp of approval on sexual assault, whatever mm-hmm. your whatever your age is. I mean, and we've we've become a lot more. Well, less ignorant when it comes to this particular issue, thanks mm-hmm. to the Me Too movement and, and other things. Uh, lots of men, not all, but lots of men, thank goodness, are finally beginning to grow up when it comes to uh, when it comes to these things. But still, how many years ago was this? Thirty-six plus, I believe. So I, I you know, I've wrestled with this as well as as far as how to even analyze it. And you know, I, I let me do that qualifier as well. Is that I would never be one to excuse sexual assault that should be taken seriously. I think it tends to be underreported and under-prosecuted, yeah. and it is an issue. And and it's important to understand that. Here, it's it's challenging because of the... There's a couple of elements in the timing that are challenging. One is the time that has... that The time span since the alleged incident is an issue. I think it's also going to be an issue... Uh, the age of the parties is going to play into everyone's calculus and what happened. Not that that... Excuse the the action, but um, but certainly it it offers some bearing on it. Uh, and then aside from it, it is what type of evidence is going to come forward? I mean, if if this is going to be a um, a he said she said, which is what it looks like it's going to be. I mean, if anything, there may be a second person in that room, which would have been one of Kavanaugh's friends. And of course, if if he came out and said something against um, Judge Judge Kavanaugh, that would be you know that would be um, groundbreaking. But otherwise, this well, is well. He's prop- already spoken. I don't know whether to the media or to whomever who said during his high school years. We're talking about the 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 other male that he was just a he was just a complete. He was an alcoholic. I mean, he was a drunk. You're talking about Kavanaugh? No, no the friend, the oh, friend, okay. who says he. I mean, he was. 
his high school experience was 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 mostly drink was drinking blackout time. I mean, he would drink to the point where he just blackout and couldn't couldn't re- didn't know how he ended up in certain places. So any testimony that he might have or anything he says, she's like, okay, well. So then again, you wind it up I, on that. I don't know. He said, she said scenario, and then it's going to depend on the exact nature of the facts. You know, what we have outstanding right now is uh, apparently some interaction at a at a high school party. Both of them are teenagers at the time. He allegedly had something to drink, was on top of her, was groping, and and ultimately it didn't go further than that. She says that it could have gone further, and had he not been intoxicated, it might have resulted in a rape. Well, she said he put his hand over her mouth when she started That's to scream true. or that, ask for that help. That they turned up the music to um, drown out any. So, kind what's of- the news about the testimony? Uh, both what, what's going Kavanaugh on? Kavanaugh and accuser to testify in public on Monday. Oh, they ought to testify at the same time. Now that would be good. Oh, one at one table, one at another yeah, table. Yeah, sitting across from one another. I know they had phone calls today with each of them. Well, it puts the nomination a little bit of, you know, from a political standpoint, certainly uh, the Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee, they're all males. Mm-hmm. They're all white males. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Repu- I believe the Republicans on the Judiciary Committee. Oh, Republicans. I thought you meant on the whole committee. There are four no. women on the well, committee. The Republicans on yeah. the Senate Judiciary Committee are a ma- all male. Mm-hmm. You have to remember the Anita Hill uh, hearings, which, Absolutely. in hindsight, were just, uh, she got the shaft. Joe Biden helped lead the charge on that, by the way, Democrat Joe Biden. And, uh, and, and, and plus, politically speaking, this is, unlike the Anita Hill years, this is an issue, and this, as it should be. I mean, the Me Too movement, and mm-hmm. politically speaking, you know, you have to, you you have to face your your voters, many of them, uh, many of them, if not maybe a majority of them, female and men who may be better. This is one of those situations better suited to agree as well. There's no legal solution here. We are far beyond the statute of limitations and the statute of limitations exists because witnesses and evidence and memories tend to fade and change over time. But this is well outside of the legal realm. This is purely a political issue and it's going to be a political solution. And ultimately, um, you know, th- there is a there's uh, both sides are kind of gearing up and developing a posture here. You know, my understanding was there were telephone calls scheduled today. Um, the Democrats stood in unison and did not get on those calls. That was part of uh, I think their position was this should be in public. These should be hearings. It looks like that is a point that's going to be conceded. Some of the criticism that has been lo- lobbed at at Dianne Feinstein's office specifically is that she held on to this letter for, you know, for since July, I but think. But she held on to the letter because the women did not want to be identified. Well, that is going to be, that is a, that has, is something for a tit for tat. You know, I, I think that certainly the Republicans are going to yep. portray it as, you waited until the last minute because you wanted to sabotage this Well, hopefully nomination. the truth will come out and we can follow, follow the facts and follow the truth. From what I understand, uh, certain members of the media found out who she was mm-hmm. and began to show up either at her home or her place of work. And she said at that particular point in time, she decided, well, what the hell? I mean, are they going to come after me anyway? She didn't want to go through the crucible of testifying before Congress or any of that kind of stuff. She just wanted to notify Congress. Well, now that her identity has been Mm -hmm. 
exposed. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's willing at this point to say, well, what the hell? What damn difference does it make? My life is going to change one way or the other. Well, what and, difference does it make? And you already see the microscope. You can already see the magnifying glass slash microscope, whatever, in that you know, now it's coming out. Her, her political affiliations, her donations, her background, her stand on issues, all those things are going to come to the forefront. That's going to be uh, at least in Kavanaugh's camp, an attempt to undermine her credibility and show that she's got some political bias or political bent. And then, of course, the other question that come out, why now, 36 years later, why not during his confirmations for the Court of Appeals? She apparently had uh, allegedly made expressed concern that this man might be one day nominated to the Supreme Court. And and that is certainly going to play a role because, again, this is not a legal issue. This is going to be a well, public, always argue a public trauma. matter. I mean, you can always argue trauma and things that Absolutely. happened in our lives that, you know, we don't want to talk about it. We don't, uh, we don't have the, you know, the, the courage, nor do we want the attention. And then something comes along and we decide for whatever reason to, you know, we change our minds on things about speaking out about certain things. That's right. It's, the I, argument is for the good of the republic. I felt it was incumbent upon me at this point to come forward. At this juncture, it was necessary. You know, what, what, is, what you can see happen sometimes is that both people can be telling the truth. Both people can remember an event, and both people can see it differently. And that is, uh, that, that is something that we see in criminal exactly. cases all the time. see it all the time with eyewitnesses to criminal cases. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and the other question is going to be, taking everything to be true, where do most people stand on the issue? If he was drunk, if he was groping her, and if he did cover her mouth, and it did not go further than that point, how are most people going to take that, given you know, that it's 36 years ago and he was a teenager? I don't know that I don't know how people would handle that. I don't know whether that if if it was something other than the Supreme Court, how people would 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 decide that issue. And given that it is the Supreme Court, how will they how will that affect their judgment? We'll take a break. Stephen Kramer is our guest. When we come back, we'll check in to see what he's watching on TV, movies he's watching, and all that kind of stuff. See if he's caught up with things that we're watching. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Phillips file for Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, is uh, with us. We've talked about the Judge Kavanaugh uh, controversy that has uh, popped up. What are you watching on TV? Anything in particular? You know, I was talking to Jack before we came in here, mm-hmm. and I was saying that there's so many shows out there. And, and, you know, I try to get a little sample and see what's good, what, what I need to drop. And I got into one, and I'm not sure if it's good or bad yet. Which one? I'm kind of torn. <laughs> Which one? It's on, It's a Netflix show. Uh, a friend of mine turned me on to it. It's called Insatiable. And it's a comedy, first off. So it's a comedy about this guy who is uh, who is really obsessed with beauty pageants. <laughs> and oddly, he gets accused completely wrongfully by a, uh, a girl that he's, um, I guess, been coaching by her mom. As a power play, he gets accused of uh, molesting her. He didn't as part of the show's um, narrative, and then he winds up. There's kind of an overweight girl who becomes thin, and you know, he is he going to become her coach, and what's going to happen? Alyssa Milano's in it, and there's a DA who's like a rock star, rip guy, and every opportunity he has his shirt is off. Oh, every opportunity he'll if he finds one, and from there, you know, there's crazy. a lot of stuff out there now. There's a lot. I can't keep up. The market is flooded, whether Hulu, Netflix, all this other streaming TV. Do you remember the death of the scripted show? Huh? Do you remember the death of the scripted show? Everybody said, reality TV, no more scripted shows. 
When was that? That was like the early 2000s. Still watching Jack Ryan? I am. What? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Mm, I didn't move much further. You don't like it? I do like it. There's I so like it much. A lot. a lot of TV to watch. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. You got through Agreed. Handmaid's Tale. I did. I did. Great. I didn't do season two. I tell you what I... Whoa, 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 whoa. One? I, just season one? Just season one? Just, just season, season one, one, he said. I took my break. I'm going to come back to it do season two. So you, you Don't let him pressure you, Steve. No. It's books at a time. I read no, Dune. I don't have to off, read every he, sequel. He goes off on these weird tangents. You know, he gets into something else and, hey, do you hear about this uh, one show? And you go, and then you use it. Is that my you accent? You finished all Glow? Oh, you hear about this one? Did show. you finish Glow? <laughs> I did. All of it. I, all, all the seasons? It. All the two seasons. Okay. All, all two, two seasons. seasons. Right, okay. It's like, just because you read the first book doesn't mean you have to immediately move to book two. Yeah, Harry Potter. As soon Potter. as you close that, I... Yeah, but I, the way that you I move, you're not going to get back to Handmaid's Tale in, in about five years. Oh, come You'll get on. back. Or maybe never. But season two's not as good, supposedly. Where'd you hear what? that? Uh, aggregate reviews. From your friend who turned you on to this other show that you're watching? No. No. That show's not for him. Season two is better than season one. Really? Yes. What else are you I'm glad I got you into that show. It's a terrific show. (laughs) I would put it on maybe number three on the best uh, series. Yes. Sopranos of the Wire. I go back and forth. I still think the Wire is the best. Yeah. Then Sopranos. Then it was Deadwood for me. Which when's that movie coming out? I don't know. And then Handmaid's Tale. I'm thinking about putting in between, putting it number three before Deadwood. You know, the, the, now maybe Deadwood if it had gone on for more seasons. Mm-hmm. I think one of the better tests for a show is can you not, can you, you can't, when you can't wait to watch the next one. And I definitely have that with Better Call Saul. I'm oh, really into it right now. It. Are you? No, I, I'm not. No. You're not digging it. I am, but it's not, oh my God, it's Monday night or, and I can't wait for better. No. Really? Breaking Bad, I was. I For me, it's finally gotten to that pace. Sopranos, it yes, was. Yes. Sunday, Sunday night. night. Sopranos, mm-hmm. of exactly course. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But uh, Better Call Saul, I like it a lot, but not enough where I'm going. If I miss this, like, oh, God. I didn't in the beginning. The first couple seasons, I thought moved really slow, and I was like, eh, I'll watch it because I love Breaking Bad. It's going to go somewhere. But now I finally hit, feel like they hit their stride. So two documentaries. What were they? One was uh, called Gilbert. About? Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. The comedian. Good. Yeah. Yes. Good. Not the banker, the comedian. You don't strike me as a Gilbert Gottfried fan. I'm not. So, but you said, you know what? Out of all the things to watch, let me watch a documentary and this guy I'm not really a fan of. Yes. yes. Why? Because I think it would be interesting to, because he's he's always impressed me as being a strange character. Goofy, what is it about right? this guy? I don't know. What is it about this guy that, uh, I mean, People find him hilarious. I do not, but I find him intriguing as an individual. According to this documentary, comics love him. They just love him to death. Let me ask now, you. Other comics, they, according to this documentary, comics don't like other comics. They might say, oh, yeah, he's a great but they, they hate one another because they're always trying to be the best comic. It seems but like Jerry com- Seinfeld likes everybody, and everybody likes him. I would imagine if you could get behind closed doors with comics, they would say, we can't stand Jerry Seinfeld because he's so damned you know, successful and this and that and whatever, or they don't appreciate his comedy or this or that or whatever. It's like comics that used to make fun of Carrot Top. 
And it was like, yeah, but you go to a Carrot Top uh, concert and you and, and people, people are going to laugh. hysterical laughing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might think you're a better comic, but you're not getting laughs like this guy. Be that as it may. And he's a strange bird. He's married now. He's got two kids. Is he sad? I was always concerned. Yeah, I sad? think so. Is I he think sad he's... that he's not the Aflac duck anymore? Is he heartbroken about that? He was heartbroken. He was? Yes. Really? Yes, he was. Do tell. Well, he knew that he... He made a mistake. Yeah, and there was a big deal before that happened, like a brouhaha, right? Yes. He said something. He did. He did. And he regretted it. And he, he made some jokes related to the uh, tsunami in Japan. That's right. And, uh, and you know, some comics said, well, what who did they think they were hiring in the first place? All you have to do is Sounds watch like any Gunn. of his comedy routines. <laughs> I mean, he's mm-hmm. absolutely filthy. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, you know, I never found him funny. I found it, um, him unusual, and I had a certain, you know, um, uh, I was I was interested curiosity, in his yeah. voice, curiosity in his voice. Cause it's, it's, How do you live with that? Who? That voice. He doesn't have that voice. That's it's not like his voice. It's like the Bobcat Goldwaith. I know, it's a persona thing. It's a little thing, bit exaggerated. So it's got to be frustrating, though, when everybody meets says, do the voice, do the voice. You know, sound like you. People generally leave him alone, I think. Say something. Because they think he's weird. No, they just leave them alone. I think, I think most people are, you know, they, especially maybe in New York, you know, they just leave people alone. Mm-hmm. That's someone on the street. You in did? In New York. Yeah, I walked right by him. He was you like hanging around talking to firefighters. And I yeah. saw him like, hey, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, you can tell the, the voice quality, but he doesn't speak like he's in an Affleck commercial or any of that kind of stuff, or, he's like, or the yeah. voice that he uses on, on stage. I think, he's, I think he carries a lot of baggage. Really? Something with his father or whatever. Yeah, he's uh, just a lot of baggage. What was the other documentary? The other documentary. <laughs> oh. Do tell, pray tell. It was about duck stamps. Do you know what a duck stamp is? I don't know. Is it called no. Pinkman Million Dollar Duck? Yes. It's on HBO. It's about, like, collecting stamps? Mm-hmm. It's about the duck stamp in particular. It's the super valuable one. <clears throat> no. Mm-mm. The duck stamp, I'll make this short for anybody who heard the story before. The duck stamp mm. is, a, is a stamp that you buy if you're hunting for ducks. You have to have, it's like a permit. A okay. license type thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So the money that you pay for the duck stamp goes to the federal government. The federal government uses that money, millions of dollars every year, to buy land, endangered land or wetlands that are normally for ducks and other waterfowl. Yeah. So when you purchase a duck stamp, okay, the money goes there. I think. 85 or 95% of the money collected from duck stamps goes for the purchase, the acquisition of more land. Okay? Uh, that- so there's a competition every year among painters okay. to come up with a new duck. Every year they change the duck on the stamp. It's not a stamp that you use to send a letter. It's simply a, a, something that when you have to buy or the people collect them. All right? Mm-hmm. So every year there's a competition to come up with the best painting of a mallard or i don't know any other kind of duck Mm -hmm. and then they have a competition they narrow it narrow it narrow it down at a two-day uh meeting at somewhere and uh they say the life of the person who's chosen for the best painting of a duck their Mm -hmm. life changes forever really because of the money involved all of a sudden they're seen as oh my god you're the one who won the 19 are you the one ducks. who won the 2017 for art. duck stamp competition? Yeah, for your yeah for art. Huh. It's ama- the artwork is beautiful. It's just breathtaking. Do you own any duck decoys? What? Do you own any decoy ducks? No. no. I've got, got a couple. 
they could be very very valuable no 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 there wouldn't and what what happens is there wouldn't and the really good ones are hand painted and the vintage and he's antique. Not interesting. He's not even interested. No, I'm talking in about duck document. decoys. He's, I'm not talking about duck decoys. And I'm ducks. talking about duck stamps. <laughs> it's duck art. All of a sudden, I'm talking about this duck. documentary. I'm talking he's about duck, duck stamps, and he wants to go. Oh, you got any uh-uh. duck decoys? No, you said the art for duck stamp. I'm talking about the art on the decoy. It's the same he's thing. He's morphing the conversation into something he knows about. No. Exactly. The artwork for these duck stamps is absolutely drop dead. You look at this and you go to and you say to yourself, how do they do this? How are people so remarkably talented where they can paint a duck and you look at this and it will take your breath away? I bet you Instead they paint duck decoys. a wood carved damn duck that they throw in the water. No, and get out no, you don't no, 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 no. That's not it. They are, they are painting the duck decoys as beauty. It's a work of art. You know, and they got their duck call, and they got uh, the camouflage no. on, and they got, you know. I bet you. I'll take a bet here, Jim. Uh-oh. I'll, I'll make a bet with you. I know about duck decoys. I know what you're saying about duck decoys. I know some duck decoys are worth lots and lots and lots of money. Do you want my dollar bet? What? I bet you that at least one of those duck stamp winners in addition to painting those duck stamps, also paints decoy ducks. I'll bet you $1 that one of those painters who, who draws or paints the duck stamps paints uh, laundromats and used car lots, you know, where they slap on, you know, yeah. for sale, for, you know. I'll take yours if you take mine. Ooh. I didn't see anybody interviewed in that documentary that was carving duck decoys. Still They're germane. painters. Painters are not going to break out a knife. Take the bet. Here we go. And a rasp, and 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 like and, and, and face the face the danger of cutting their fingers so they can no longer paint. I'll tell you, Rodin was a great sculptor and a great painter. It's the carving a duck decoy and painting. Rodin a duck never. Stamp. You're telling me that Rodin <laughs> carved a duck. No, I'm I'll saying that he's a sculptor. Oh, no, I'll take that bet. Say. Oh boy, take the bet on the on the that the duck deco- the duck stamp winner also may have done painted some duck decoys. How are you going to prove it? No, you know. I'll find it. He's going to do the research. I'll find it. Well, this is an hour and a half documentary, and I didn't see, any, see anybody who one's a postal delivery uh, person. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet someone painted laundromats or whatever it is you, the bet you proposed. I bet that was in a documentary. <laughs> I agree. I think you're right on that one too. Want to bet a dollar on my thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my! This all the time. I don't he just, know. He Zoom. He's just ringing. I'm still germane to the topic. Out. Say, Jim. Geez, that's really that's a really interesting uh, Before topic. Before you say anything, could you tell me Make what sure was what type of, what type of duck did they paint? You, you said know, you that don't became, know anything about That became the winner. <laughs> what type of duck was it? I have no idea. Oh. See, I knew that already. Because you told me you only know about mallards and no other duck names. I don't know anything about mallards. Hour and a half documentary on duck stamps. It's interesting. <laughs> These people spend months and months and months of their lives mm. on one painting. And, and to try to win this competition, when you see the entries... You, 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 when you look at the entries, you say, I don't see how anybody could be chosen to be the best. They're that good. Is it oil, watercolor? I don't know enough to, uh, to, to tell you.
And then acrylic. does their art career take off acrylic, after that? Acrylic, what are they? I have no idea. What? Does Mixed their art media. career take off after that? Is that where the cash career, in is? Or do they get a prize? Their artwork takes off, yes. Huh. Hodge, <laughs> You don't want that bet? Oh, here that we go. What? That after they win that stamp contest, they start painting decoy ducks. They're not Now he says decoy. they. Now it's plural. You're telling me the people <laughs> who paint wildlife? Uh-huh. You're telling me the people who paint wildlife? Uh-huh. Also, what's most not into this? No, I, I just this is uh, anxiety producing. Yeah, she's for me. uncomfortable. Why? So it's We're the both winds. smiling. It's the I have no factor. idea. I'm not going to take the bet. I have no idea. I'll I just say I didn't see anybody painting ducks. I saw them throw decoy ducks into the water in the documentary. What? No, no, Stephen. You know, I looked out my window. Now, yes, of course, <laughs> so in the documentary. It. All right. Oh, here. See, this because is what they anxiety. did, huh? Nothing. I'm just trying to provide some information. A lot of these painters, they go out into the marshlands. They get all camouflaged up. They yeah. have telephoto lenses because they want to take photographs of these ducks and their natural habitat. Then they take the the photographs back to their studio and they work off those photographs. That's cool. No, it's not. I can tell that you know. You, you oh, no now you didn't. Now you're you not. No interest in this. Oh my more, goodness! You have no interest in this whatsoever. I do. I had ducks you in my backyard. You have to be backyard. more effusive they, with your praise of this thing because otherwise you're going to get. Shot. What have you bought lately? What are you What are you collecting? I had now? ducks in my backyard. They they laid eggs in one of the pots to my plants. I'm t- fascinating. <laughs> what are you collecting? Anything lately? I'm supporting the duck cause here. Just watch the documentary. Tell me what you. I will. Doc- I will watch the documentary now, okay, and I'm going to find some duck decoys for you. I don't want a duck decoy. Oh, yeah, we not have one. that you can't junk in my house. I'll take one. Oh my Thank God. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Underappreciated these decoys. Just like these duck stamp I understand. Artists. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Some, de- some duck decoys are highly prized, and they're worth a lot of money. Uh-huh. Some are not, and Correct. they're not worth a lot of money. I understand. I don't know how to tell the difference between a quality duck decoy and one that's not quality. And I doubt Mr. Kramer can tell you either. Well. I would imagine Mr. Kramer might have bought some duck decoys thinking they were very valuable. Mm. Then he had them appraised. Mm. And then what? And the appraisal oh, came in. So no. you buy neither, like, neither of those. Mm. No. So you bought some duck decoys and you did not get them appraised. That is true. You have no idea what they're worth. I, it was, the, what I paid, it was worth a, a chance. I was not going for a lottery ticket there. Are you interested in what they might be appraised at? Eh, yeah, little, I guess. Not high priority. Are you concerned that they might be appraised? It's like uh, no, antiques roadshow. Like, yeah, 12 cents. <laughs> and right. you go in there and say, you know, and you're thinking, yeah. you're sitting there with the appraiser. You think, oh, man, this duck decoy is going to come in at $5,000. I only spent $100 on it. And they said, this thing's worth about 75 cents. No, when I say that, it's kind of like taking a dollar bet. I paid like five, 10 bucks kind of thing. I'm okay with that. And I think it was worth that. I'm not, I'm not in the business of buying like super expensive decoy ducks. It's not my thing. But I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm aware of them. I know they exist. I know fine duck art exists, too. I'm not an expert in it, though. That's for sure. In either of the above. Crack me up. <laughs> you crack me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to something this ad. You know, no. It might be an offshoot, it but it's something It may be completely wrong, but I, yeah. No. No. It's something a, it, to add. Whether it's TV that he's telling you about, and you go, vroom. whether it's duck stamps, and you go, I'm trying to expand. It doesn't matter what it is. You have something to add. I think it's entertaining. Well, good. Thank you. Nobody thinks it's entertaining. Oh, well, I the only thing too. entertaining I'm just is saying, like, I think it's entertaining. Stephen Kramer. Here's Stephen Kramer. Go, vroom. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's right. He's that was Jermaine. You saw Duck Decoys no. in the documentary. He's adding it to the conversation. Yeah, but it wasn't somebody Steve. And said, look at this Duck Decoy. Like these paintings, these are worth a lot of money, too. They were just tossing that crap in the water to attract some ducks so that they could take some photographs. They're going to call this the, you duck, like duck? the duck incident. You like duck? I do. Mm-hmm. Like Remember duck all orange? I'm not a big fan of duck. It can be greasy. It can be gamey. It can be, it can be gamey. Yeah. It can be a little greasy. tough. I'm not a big... Mm. But in French food, which you like a lot, and I also like a lot, duck is a pretty common I thing. think it is, but yes. I'm not... I've never been... I'm not a... I'm not a duck fan. When it's done well, it's delicious. When it's not, it tastes like gamey. It tastes like crap. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm just not a <laughs> yeah, duck yeah, fan. Yeah, all right, good. I don't care how you cook it. Now tell him about some goose or something that you've eaten. So you can take the conversation about exactly. ducks. Exactly. Oh, you're yeah. baiting We're going to go duck, I and see. all of a sudden, you know, see? he's going to go. This is how, what makes it interesting. You talk about eating ducks. No, he's going to go foie gras. Oh, see, I'm not that's a goose gras. liver. All right, well. I was going to say, I remember Pebbles back in the day yes. had some duck wings on the menu, and those were delicious. And that's about the last time is. I really loved duck. There it is. Thank you, Stephen. Well, it's always interesting when <laughs> so you stop by. You baited me. See, no, I'm I just saying. Just, she baited no, me. I didn't bait you at all. I just I simply did. saying no, I this I thought was an interesting documentary. I saw it and said, what could this be? All about it. And it's one of those things where you watch that. Well, that at the end, you say, well, that was really interesting. Well, I'm interested now enough that no, I will add it to, to my... You don't have to. You don't have to. No, you don't have to. Now I have to watch it and prove to you. It's it's more interesting than Gilbert Godfrey. Okay. I'll take that who played a duck to tie them and together by going off to, in a week. And we start, there it is. <laughs> is that what you wanted me to do? What? To tie link the up? Gilbert Godfrey to the duck actor. I didn't even think about it. Th- I did it, though. Thank you for staying. Nice. Well, you are wonderful. I make connections. Bravo. I connect dots. Yes. Woo. This is what I do. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Stephen. Wow. Stephen Kramer every Monday on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Oh, boy. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A 13-year-old in California brought balloons full of cocaine to his school. All right. Time to call your parents baby Scarface. Next, speaking of California... A man used a potato to break into a home. He said he used the potato to increase his punching power. Finally, drivers in Washington are getting into some trouble for creating fake passengers so they can drive in the carpool lane. You're trying to tell me that a plastic skeleton doesn't count as a bona fide U.S. citizen? Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. OK Google Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 15 or 20 minutes or so that I uh, spent with Mr. Kramer. I mean, I love Steven, but 20 minutes on. I was just trying to tell him about documentary. You know, that's all I was trying to do. It was just, you know, Steven 
One of the things I love about Stephen, but great. he also aggravates me, is that he just zing, he just zing. No, he, no, no. He I, said duck, so he connected something. to He ducks. found something in his repertoire that would he would that he could connect to you. He desperately wants to connect with you every time he comes uh, in. Turn here. off that crap! I don't want to hear it. Uh, disco duck. Yeah, p- let's turn it off. Uh, yeah. So you said duck mm. stamps and the art that goes into a duck stamp, and he's like, duck stamp, duck stamp. I don't know anything about that, but duck, de- duck decoys! And then he just, <laughs> boom! And then he's he's off the rail. But you could see him actually, the wheels going like, I don't know anything about I duck stamps. I got a twitch, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, he I start getting a tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, then, Stephen, you could see the wheels going like, I don't know duck stamps, I don't know duck art, wait, I know something, duck decoys! And, and he gets very excited. And, and then, then he started talking about duck decoys, and they said, and then it's like, it's like, He's very, duck very excited. Duck or something. No, yeah. Do you like to eat duck? Do you like do what? Uh, okay. <laughs> and then yeah. you, you know, you like French food. I like French food. So there's, he's trying to make a bind. See how he goes? And then, then you said, no, I think it's too tough or too gamey. And he said, yes, it's too gay. So now you have something in common again. We be- he came back around to common ground. You have to watch how this goes. It's something. <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting <laughs> documentary. Yeah. It's one of those things saying, oh, oh how interesting can this be? And then you watch it. Oh, uh, that's pretty saying. cool. Mm. I've been, all right, enough. <laughs> uh, let's play some. Uh, hoo, 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 hoo. All right, settle down. You got anything for the. Yeah, I can't stop the spasm in my right eye. You want some Skittles? Oh, what? <clears throat> Nothing. If you want some. What? Would that stop you from twitching? I'm just, uh, I hear Pink medically Pink. they help you stop twitching. Sorry, what Pink, are you talking about? Pinkman said I can't give you Skittles. All right, forget it. All right, let's get a person, place, or thing underway. What's the prize? It's a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on Houston Dynamo. Most hit Orlando. pointer just kicked in. <laughs> oh, at the oh. stadium, September 22nd. That's uh, this Saturday, 7.30 p.m. RealRadio.fm keyword tickets. All right, Orlando. let's get this underway. Anybody says anything about Duck, I am going to uh, disconnect you. Jay, I mean, Al, go ahead. You're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, let's go place. Let's go a place. Uh, thanks to Brad for the category. What is this place? This place came about as the result of a father and son's dream and hands-on effort. Oh, my goodness. I'll That's give it. you a clue. Somewhere in the United States, this place. Oh, uh, it's a Boy Scout camp. Boy Scout uh, camp. Yeah, okay. All right. No, it's not Boy Scout guess. camp. Mark, clue number two. Mark. It was part of the Louisiana Purchase, got a makeover in 1998, and a major cleaning in 2005. Okay, so it's down south, obviously. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's part of the Louisiana Purchase. That, that doesn't mean it's bounced. You know, it's Lewis that and Clark, was, baby. They were all they over were, the place. Yeah, that was a big chunk of the Midwest. Yeah, Sacagawea. Oh, points. Hey. Wow. So you mean to tell me this could be something up north? Oh, I don't know how up north you want to go with this. It's north of here? Okay. It's, north it's, north of, yes, it's north of Orlando. Mm-hmm. North of Orlando. And west, isn't it west? A little west. Ish. Back off on the clues, lady. Oh, sorry. It's not a big problem. <laughs> uh, it might. I don't know if it is or not. What? Come on, I need an answer. Well, it's a park. I can't think of any parks. Um, the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. That's your final answer. Uh, it's not it. the uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, nailed nailed it. It. Was that part of the Louisiana Purchase? <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like the French were all here. Have this cool <laughs> statue for free with Hello. this purchase. All right. Uh, here we go, Jake. Clue number three. Civil rights leader Susan B. Anthony was headed here but was cut off by Congress. 
Um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> is it the last clue, or did you have it right from the get-go? I guessed it two clues ago. It was because they said uh, Susan B. Anthony was headed here, but was it cut was off by whatever. Congress. That's it was the father and son hands off. All right, yeah, enough of you. All right, there you go. <laughs> enough of you. I don't want to hear how smart you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Quit trying to duck my question. Clue number four is <laughs> the crow flies. It's about 1,600 miles north by northwest from Orlando. You get that clue? It's north by west. northwest? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like oh, that movie. One. Gary Grant movie? Yeah. Alfred yeah. Hitchcock Sports. movie? Got it. Is there yeah. a tomb of cheese behind it? What? Yes. Common Bond, Teddy Roosevelt, yeah. Abe Lincoln, of George course. Washington, and... And... Jefferson. Are you sure? Yes. Yes, Serson. Are you looking at it right now? No, no. I, I promise you I am not. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. Oh, man, that was stressful. <laughs> no, yeah. isn't there a tomb of cheese? Cheese? Yeah, behind it. What? A vault of cheese. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was a vault they were building into the granite, and it was supposed to house uh, uh, important things like the Constitution and stuff. And for some reason, they didn't use it for that, but they were storing government cheese in there. Dude, stay off the mushrooms, I will you? He was, the... yeah. Want to bet a buck? No. Wallace and Gromit or something. <laughs> I'm, try- no. I'm trying to look up Mount I've never Rushmore heard that. I mean, fault. if it's true, I'd like to hear more of the story. Maybe the five-minute professor can give us a lecture on it. No. That's fascinating if it was a vault for cheese. Take me in anything? Well, Wemsleydale. I might have dreamt it. <laughs> That's the moon. Oh, I might have dreamt it. I think it. I would have heard that somewhere along the line, though. You <laughs> know, Matt Rushmore you know? really started off as a vault for American cheese. <laughs> the more no, I was American. saying it, the more it sounded really fake. No, the more but you said it, the more I started to believe it. I think it was government cheese. They filled it with government cheese. No, I don't know if there's any government cheese when they started building them. Pinkman, help me I'm out here. I'm trying to help you out here. We need resolution before the end of the show, <laughs> and you got about 60 seconds left. I feel like you made all this up. Come on, Pinkman. Research! Did you see in a cartoon? There is a vault, but it's <gasps> not said to be full of cheese. Okay, what's in the, what's the, what does what's it say about the vault? Uh, Al Capone's ashes. Well, that's, <laughs> I don't know. That's Geraldo. funny, though. That was funny. All right. Oh, that wasn't so funny. Oh. Yeah, well, neither is Geraldo. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> I'm here all week. But he had a good mustache, and you have a good mustache. Uh, his is all right. You see like what he mustache. does with it lately? It's very right. dapper. Yeah. Pink Ben, yeah. you're not looking. I think it's Dude. rather dashing. I got a oh, compliment dashing. about it over the weekend. Oh, at the pickleball? No. Oh. I'm a member of the opposite sex other than my <laughs> It's a secret and accessible to the public chamber. My mustache? Oh. Yes, no. that too. No, the... The Cheese Chamber. Hey, thanks to everybody at uh, Clear One Sports Center and Mustard Seed of Central Florida. That was Super a great fun. tournament. A lot of fun uh, this past Saturday, that pickleball tournament. I knew nothing about the game. I mean, uh, we've all played racquetball and maybe some tennis here or and there, ping, ping pong. pong. Yeah. It's all a combination of that kind of stuff. Anybody can play it. And uh, But it was a great way to get together. And at least in my case, uh, for some individuals, say, hey, well, it was nice knowing you. And people were very kind and very nice. To say some nice, nice oh, things sure about did. this program, and I, I appreciate that uh, that very much. Retirement is not too far away, and I wanted to show up at least one more time. And, and you made say, us cry. Yeah, it was nice. Why? Because I wasn't there for the photo. No. <laughs> well, yes, but no. The yeah. fact that it was the last time. Well, that sure. You, well, things change, and it's all for the better, yeah. and this is all part of life. And, uh, you know, don't worry about it so much. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be on Russ's show probably the uh, last week that I'm here just because I said to him 
like to come on and say goodbye to all of you because it's been what twenty five years? How long have the have the monsters been on the? Yeah, twenty five years. Yeah, twenty five years. Almost, yeah. And uh, I'd just like to stop by. I'll bring my hanky with me, and uh, we'll wish Russell one another. Yeah. You know, the best of luck in the future. That's it. We're out of here. Good show today. Tuesday edition of the Phillips Fog gets underway at uh, 3. Right after Sean, he's the news junkie, with Sabrina and C. Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.